Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and my employees and I want to thank you for your continued support by bringing you the biggest bath sale ever. Get my six-piece towel sets for the lowest price ever, only $39.96. His and her bathrobes, 50% off. Bath mats for as low as $17.49. And I'm also excited to announce the original My Slippers are back in stock. And now they come in even more colors and wide sizes. They're made with the same great patented technology. And yes, you'll still save $90 a pair. So get the biggest savings ever on bath sheets, bath mats, washcloths, hand towels, bathrobes, slippers, and so much more. So go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code and get deep discounts on all MyPillow bath products, including our six-piece towel sets. Regular $89.98, now only $39.96. Get all your shopping in while quantities last, so please order now. It's time to resist. They can't arrest us all. And they can't keep all your kids home from school. They can't keep every government building closed. We don't have to accept the mandates, lockdowns, and harmful policies of the petty tyrants and feckless bureaucrats. We can simply say no. Not again. The only way to stop these mandates is to refuse to comply. Refuse to show vaccine passports. Refuse to wear a mask. Refuse to stay at home. We will not comply with Fauci. We will not comply with Joe Biden. And we will not comply with authoritarian governors. I am not going to comply. This ends now. Broadcasting live and live to Patriot Control of America. You're listening to the Patriot Party Podcast. Now on the show, the chair is against the wall. The muskrat jumps over the berm. This is your last chance. After this, there is no turning back. You take the blue pill. The story ends. 
You wake up in your bed and believe whatever you want to believe. You take the red pill. You stay in Wonderland. And I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. Remember, all I'm offering is the truth, nothing more.
Welcome back, fuckers, to another edition of the Patriot Party Podcast. I am the Mick, and with me, of course, my much better beloved better half. v Hello, Patriots. Yes, we did see the breaking news just yeah. as we were coming live. Yes, they did indict Trump. Yep, but we have a guest in the green room, uh, Dr. Mark Sherwood, one of our favorite guests. We do. One of our all-time favorite guests is joining us tonight, and um, now we have a lot to talk about. <sighs> And Perry, of, of Perry, course, she's cock blocking like a superhero. Yes, I am ready to Dr. lose. Dr. Sherwood was a cop as well. Yep. Um, he's more than just a doctor and he ran for governor. So I'm sure he's going to have some excellent insight on this. Interesting words. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. Well, let's bring him in. Good. What's up, Doc? How you doing? Hey, man, I think a better question is what is not up right now, right? Oh, oh, crap. What else can go sideways? What else can go completely pear-shaped? Yeah, that was, um, you know, I got to tell you, I wasn't surprised, but we can comment on that later. But, um, you know, kind of a sad day for where we are right now in our country when we've resorted to uh, political prosecution. That's what that is. And and um, I, I can tell you that years ago, I was a victim of political prosecution as well. And it's not fun, but it's going to be a it's going to be a challenging road ahead for us. Wasn't it just like last year? <laughs> yeah, that's who. Yeah. Yeah. No kidding. Right. Um, you know, the sad thing about this and, and people need to understand this. And I just want to tell you guys, I appreciate what you're doing. And I always appreciate and honor coming on with you guys because um, I love you all as friends. And I'm honored to serve with you as as patriots as well. Right. Um, but funny enough, you know, um, this is maybe a good kind of a kickoff place to start with people because uh, there's a trap that's out here for even the conservatives right now that I don't want people to walk into. So my job is to not allow people to walk into a trap by warning them. The trap is this to uh, petition your senators and Congress and Senate and your favorite representatives, your favorite Hollywood politician to write uh, the, the office of Braggs in Manhattan uh, court and say stop it that's a trap because that's the federal government interfering with local politics you don't want that now i agree it's a it's a screwed up deal but you do not want the feds coming in there under any circumstances and being able to override local jurisdictions because if we get to that point it will be used to that point forevermore we still have to understand there's state sovereignty there is a uh, state's rights that should should supersede the federal government. Exactly. We don't want to set a precedent for something that's going to come right. around and bite us in the ass. It's kind of why I said what I said about TikTok. I don't no. believe we should ban TikTok. No, because shouldn't. the second you get the federal government into our rights, the second that you get them into the Bill of Rights, where they're starting to trim a little fat off the Constitution, yeah. as I like to call it, all the time, they once you give a mouse a cookie, he's going to come back and ask for a glass of milk. It doesn't yeah. change anything. They're still going to roll. They're still going to try and take every other right with them. If we, yeah. let them, if we let them take one, they're going to take all of them. Yeah, you're right. we got to be very cautious about this. I, I get it. TikTok's a Chinese-owned company. But look, there's other Chinese-owned companies. There's, there's Chinese um, professors in our universities. There's Chinese students in our universities. We're training them. I mean, this is like, this is no more than political pandering. You know, these politicians today, they, they have, they're, they're, there's the maturity of a, of, a, of a juvenile right now. And I'm talking even the conservatives because all they're doing is sort of playing us 
make me land. They're playing our emotions and they, and you guys are wise enough to see through that nonsense, but they're playing us. I mean, why are we having discussions on TikTok when we can't secure our Southern borders? That it makes no damn sense at all. With the TikTok thing, the thing that pisses me off is, okay, I get it. Yep. Um, it's a Chinese company doing bad stuff in the United States. I agree. Oh. Put all the information out there. Let America decide. It's not about the government. If we nope. stop funding them, if we stop going to their site, if we stop promoting them, they're going to lose money, interest, and they're going to leave. But and that's what happens to every other company in the U.S. that doesn't make it. But the thing, it's not about TikTok. TikTok is distraction. TikTok yep. is the shiny object up here. It's shiny about getting ball. the restrict bill through yeah. Yeah. so that they can spy on all of Americans all the time. Well, not just spy, they but already do. they can remove Find us. You? They oh, can absolutely. just remove just us. Just shut us down. With no, yeah, just, because, because the Patriot Act opened the door for the spying. Now, this, the Restrict Act is exactly that. It'll just, I mean, it'll shut us down. No, none of us will have a show. Yep. None of us will have any social media. You know what? We'll go, we'll go. We'll all be doing what I did all day today. It, you know what? I, I want to lighten the mood here for y'all. Okay. What'd you do? What'd you do today? Oh my God. So here's how my day started. Um, now my day starts at five 30. Okay. I get up, I get the kid up, which is an effort getting a teenager out of bed at five 30 in the morning to yep. join effort. Um, but, uh, we, we do it Join as in, I threaten to send his father in if he doesn't get his house out of bed. <laughs> right. Well, and I, then we drive to school. He actually drove all the way because we shut off the uh, modem last night. So he went to bed at a decent hour. Um, and uh, and I, I came home and just in time to bring the little one to school, brought him to school. And as, as, as I was driving home, I realized that the tide was just starting to go out. Perfect. Okay. Our pond is back to overflowing. It's insane. It's gotten wow. so high again. I was like, so this this is going to be the perfect time for me to go and start the pond pump. We haven't started this thing up in a hot minute. Okay. I mean, it's been, it's been a solid couple months since we started up, but I got a full tank of gas. I ran home. I got the gas can. I drove over just around the pond to the other side where we have the pond pump, filled the tank up with gas, primed it, you know, turned it on, primed it, pulled the cord. It wouldn't start. Right. Cause I mean, it hasn't started in months and I was like, Oh shit, I got to put water in it. Okay. Which I do. We Except I'm not it. supposed to actually put water in until after it started. Well, I did prime it, but I, I'm not supposed to put water until after it started. So I grab a bu bucket of, there's a bucket right there. I grab a bucket of pond water, which mind you is full of duckweed <laughs> because I, I threw some duckweed in the pond last year for the ducks. We have six ducks. They refused to go in the pond because the gator, they met him once. That was it. But now my whole pond is covered in duckweed. So I pull, pull a bucket of water out and I put it in the, in the, it, it basically looks like a generator. It's a giant pond pump, right? And you start it just like a generator and I pull it and I pull it and it starts going and the whole thing spews up on me and it's oh. pond water. And I, I waterboarded myself. I'm not, <laughs> I straight up waterboarded myself. Nice. I couldn't breathe. I was like, <gasps> I was freaking out. I was like, Oh my God, I'm soaking wet. I'm like, Oh my God. And then the pond pump dies. Son of a bitch. So I do it again. And I put more water in it. <laughs> and I've got the cap ready. And I pull the thing. And it starts up. And it spews even more water all up over me. Again. 
And once what again, the for the second time in a row, I waterboarded myself. And I'm like, because I got to get the cap on right as I do it. Well, because I haven't done it in so long, I forgot that you're supposed to get the engine started first. And then you slowly pour the water in. And and then it, it goes through. And just once it starts to like come up a little bit, then you put the cap on real quick, right? Yep. But it won't start without the airflow in there. So it won't start without the cap on. But I put the water in too soon. So now all of the pond water that's being pumped out is spewing on to me. And every time I put the damn cap on, the whole thing shuts down. <laughs> I see. I tried this like a dozen times. I, 30 minutes. For 30 minutes, I waterboarded myself. And then I was like, fuck it. And I just turned around and walked away. Completely soaking wet. I'm sorry about your truck, by the way. Well, the good news about this is is because you waterboard yourself, you're always going to be telling the truth tonight. See, so there you go. I got that going for me. Yeah, at least that. I mean, she can't tell a lie tonight. She's been waterboarding. You got a moldy truck, too. But other than that, everything's okay. Yeah, I mean, just from where I was where I was sitting in it because I was completely soaking wet. So then I came in and I stripped, took a shower, threw my clothes in the wash, and um, yeah, it was it was nasty. I was really I was I was disgusting. I smelled like pond water. You've been in that pond before. It smells bad. Yeah. <laughs> wow. It's a pond. Nice. I, I did it a dozen times. I just kept trying. I kept trying it over and over and over. It's kind of like what the government's the same doing. Same result, exactly. Except not changing anything. With the same yeah. result, and nothing same happened. Result. Nothing changed. Nothing. Nothing changed. My pond is still overflowing. Except I got pissed on. I got waterboarded like a dozen times in 30 minutes that's the only change that was the that's only really change. Funny. now you're wet and angry <laughs> yes. yes wet and angry good job <sighs> oh so tomorrow morning you get to try and start the pop <laughs> uh yes but that's exactly what the government is doing to us over and over and over again just spewing pond water on us and telling us it's raining <laughs> yeah they, we've been we've been hoodwinked by this deal and i, I look I, I think we've talked about it before but but we have to regain what we gave up. And I mean this in intentionality. We, we as conservatives kind of had our heads up or you know what, or heads in the sand, whatever you want to call it, for a long, long time, minding our own business, which would we do. Doc, you're not running for governor on, anymore, and you're on this show. You can, you can say ass. It's okay. Well, we, we did. It's, just, it's, <laughs> it's wrong because we were just like, we were letting it happen over and over again. And we've continued to get the government, federal government bigger, state government smaller, politicians more rich, and people less represented. And that's where we are right now. And, we, and it was it's just as much our fault as anybody's. And because we've given up so much ground, you can't just play defense anymore. No, no, no. You have to play offense now. You have to go. You have to take some chances. You have to. You have to get out there and 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 do the combat and that's that's hard for people but that's what we've got to do so we agree a hundred percent you you should have heard mixed rant yesterday i one of the one of the other big things i know you brought that up about conservative politics and it's really funny because there's a piece today that came out in the blaze conservatism is dead mm. we must build something new 
Um, I, I got to agree with this article. I mean, the values of the bound America culture together have collapsed and conservatives yeah. must face reality with wide, yeah. eyes wide open. A new poll from the Wall Street Journal refund found respondents who felt patriotism was very important to them drastically decreased from 70% in 1998 to 38% in 2023. Uh, I'm not surprised because look, what there's a difference here. There's liberalism or leftism. There's conservatism, and then there's patriotism. Leftism, conservatism, mm -hmm. patriotism. They're almost different things because you go back historically, look, and there were people that were Democrats and Republicans that were patriots. Yep. And even though they didn't agree on everything, at the end of the day, they were still American patriots. And today, you've got conservatives that are just conservative because they hate the left, and you've got leftists that are just leftists because they hate the right. But who loves our country? You know, we have so much hatred for other people. And maybe this is what people need to hear tonight. We have so much hatred for other people. We forgot how to love our country and love patriotism and love. What does it mean to be a constitutionalist? Do, do we really understand that anymore? See, I, was, I don't know. Because you brought that up. I was just about to do that. We do. And one of, the, one of the big things I always like to talk about so let me do it that way because it just can. I always love to do this because it draws the distinction very clear, I think. And people don't realize this. And I've always said this from the get go. So if you look at this, this is essentially our political, it's always been our political. Yeah, there you go. Okay. To the left. Or to the to the right, I should say, you've got your conservatives. In the center, you have your constitutionalists, and on the left, you have your liberals. Yep. The constitutionals constitutionalists were always in the middle. Yeah, they because call us they far right, and we're like, we're definitely not far right. They no. believed, not, not even close. They believed in the Constitution, and what was written in the Constitution is yep. what was supposed to what we were supposed to follow. Yes, exactly. And, and you know, the, the sad thing today is is when I you know, whether previously in campaign or not, you know, this kind of conversation was was new to a lot of people. And that blew my ever loving mind. I never thought that I was I guess I was naive and thought there were more people out there that were patriots, constitutionals. But no, it was brand new. And, the, and people were like, holy moly, where's this been? And it's always been here. It's like that thing that we've just forgotten. Hold on. I'm, I'm going to blow your mind again, Doc. So we, we all know that they don't teach the Constitution in school anymore, right? Because right. Constitution Day falls during the summer, right? But we we did a, a whole series on the Declaration of Independence. Um, we we read it part by part over the course of a week or two. Yeah, it was right? like a week. Okay. Um, you know, 15 minutes in the beginning of the show, basically. Uh, a paragraph at a time. And we'd explain what each paragraph yeah. meant, or we'd read something on each paragraph that that's cool. Taught I love us something that. Yeah, about that. It was it was great. But it, on my, you know, I spend an hour and a half every day in the car, sometimes more with my our teenager as he's driving and, and we talk. And um and I was like, I, I know you guys I said I know you you're not taught the constitution in school. He's like, Nope. I said, Okay. But you're taught the Declaration of Independence, right? And he's like, oh, yeah. And I was like, so what's the first line? He goes, mm. oh, oh no, we've never read it. 
we're not allowed to read it. We just, we're just taught how it came to be. Wow. The history around it. They don't teach them the Declaration of Independence. Children, and he is in a private Catholic military school. See, I think that the Declaration of Independence, and some people can disagree. I, I think it's, it's probably the most important document. It Absolutely. is. Yep. It, it was written more than a decade before yep. the Constitution. A lot of people think, oh, it's, it's kind of happened the same time in history. No, no, no. One was in the 1770s, one was in the 1780s, almost 90, you know. And so it was a time where people decided to put on a document their main failed grievances they had with Great Britain. And they just said, mm -hmm. we are sick of this. And the, I love the words of that. It says it called Great Britain a state. Right. Yeah. And it talked about the states here. So it put the states in the same context as the state of Great Britain, which means it levels the playing field. That's right. And so the states were really looked at as individual nations, right? Yeah. And that was the intent of we go forward. That was the intent of these United States or these United little baby nations. And we got, we decided to form this federal government so that, that they could, represent this loose affiliation of these United Nations. The federal government was always supposed to be a little tiny guy that just did the, the little things that this couldn't do. Yeah. And now that whole concept is gone. It's upside down. And it's heartbreaking to me, guys. It's heartbreaking. Well, I, you know, it was funny because um, I always said that our forefathers being ge the geniuses that they were, they left us blueprint. Mm-hmm. They left us one set of blueprints that showed us how to build a nation, how to build a country, strong, true, and to its core foundation based on God and the principles on which we were founded. And then they left us the second set of blueprints, which was the Declaration, which showed us when the other one starts to fail, you need to reread this because we had 27 reasons we broke away from Great Britain. Yep. 27 great reasons. There was no money involved. There was nothing about compensation in any part of this for these United States. For They just felt that they'd been cheated and that the government had taken their homes and their lands without, without you know, even consulting the homeowner or the landowner. And at the end of it, they were upset. And that is what that blueprint was left for. That's why they said, hey, look, we're not only giving you the instructions on how to build a government, but we're also giving you the instructions on how to break away from one when one becomes tyrannical. Yeah. And they, they, they said those, those wonderful words that we all hear when the government becomes too big. Yeah. You know, when it gets too powerful, when it, begins to, uh, when it begins to abuse the very things that it's supposed to stand for. We had but one option to overthrow it. Yep. That, that was it. And that, that that's like heretical language that we talk about today. Like, I can't believe that I heard somebody say overthrow it. But that's that's what it is. And, and I don't know at this point if we've got the fortitude or at this stage in history, the strength to do that anymore. I know there's people that do. I just don't know if we can. I don't know. You know, I, I'm just kind of. In that same boat, probably you guys are. Same thing in 1773, 1774. Yep. How, how many stood up, babe? 
in the, in the revolution. Actually, in the first Continental Congress, uh, the reason that the declaration couldn't be done is basically because of what you just said. They said that they didn't think they had the yep. backing of the people. They didn't think the people felt the same way they did. Yep. And then after the Boston Massacre in October of 1775, they realized that all the people were on board. They realized that more than half the nation was on board with them when they saw yep. the outcry of people that were just pissed. They were yeah, just scared of it. Just to kind of clarify what I what I said, you know, I don't know if people have experienced it bad enough yet mm. to really understand how bad it is now, you know, and, and I hope we don't get to that point. I hope. But, man, it sure seems like we're rapidly oh, transgressing down that trail. We, we are. Um, I, I think I think we take. Too much collection in one word in that one sentence you were trying to say. I know the, 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 the line you were going after. Prudence yep. indeed will dictate the government's long established should not be uh, inly. An all experience hath shown that mankind are more disposed to suffer while the evils of the sufferable than the right themselves by abolishing the forms in which they become accustomed. Bingo. And that is what you're worried about. And I agree. Yeah. I see that because a lot of people are happy they have their their they're in their place where for instance you could say that we are we're in our home we just bought the home blah 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 don't think for one second that i won't throw this some bitch away just to go we're all we're all frogs fight for in, this country in a because... giant pot of boiling water that's why it's taking so long if they yeah. did everything all at once two years ago then uh, you know, they we'd couldn't control a, it. We've been in a very different situation, but you just, it's just been a trickle, just a little bit here and there. And we've been screaming from the rooftops because we've yeah. seen the writing on the wall. But so many, everybody else is just, you know, the bands just get just, just a little tighter around them every day in until that, that goes chain back link to that. Gets, it goes back to that, that chain, chain link, link with gets, the dog. Gets, yeah, it gets one. The dog just gets a link removed every day. Every day. Until, and then until it's completely at the pole and, and, they can't move. We're almost yeah. right at the pole. It's, it's interesting. You know, I, I learned a powerful lesson when I was a, a cop. And I learned it from a guy that I had arrested numerous times. And this very principle here, it stuck with me. And it's probably shaped me for who I am to always want to fight for what's right and represent those that are underrepresented and don't even know that they need representation. That's kind of been my heart, you know, for the longest time, you know. Uh, you know, even today, people that are sick and don't even know they need to be well. I'm like, come on, man, you're sick, you know. But this guy, I, I, I used to patrol in this neighborhood, right? And I'd arrested this guy several times, and he never gave me any problem. He was always respectful, but yeah, he was a criminal, man, whatever, you know. One day, it, I'll never forget this. It was on Thanksgiving, and I was patrolling around the neighborhood, doing my thing, in my beat, and I drove down this road and this guy sees me coming. He's on his front porch and I, and he's just sitting there, you know, and, and I wave at him and he runs out in the street. Think, I'm thinking he wants to stop me, but he runs in front of my car and starts waving his arms. And I thought, okay, there's an emergency, whatever. So I got out of the car, checked out there on my radio, you know, whatever my call sign was. And he said, you need to take me to jail right now. And I'm like, what? What are you talking about, man? I forget his name, Daryl or something like that. I said, Daryl, come on, man. What are you talking about? 
You got a warrant or something? What's going on? Because he always had warrants. He goes, nope, because I'm drunk. I said, you're not drunk, man. Come on. I can see you ran all the way out here. You didn't fall down. You're not drunk. He goes, no, I'm drunk, and I want to go to jail right now. You need to take me to jail right now. I said, you don't even smell like booze. What are you talking about? He goes, I'm drunk, and if you don't take me now, I'm going to assault you. And I'm thinking to myself, well, okay, whatever. So I put handcuffs on him, put him in my car, right? He's sitting in my front seat. I said, what's going on with you, man? He goes, I'm drunk, and I want to go to jail. And, and I'm just stunned at this, you guys, Mika B. Lim. And I, I finally looked at him and I said, you need to tell me what the crap, you know, I, you have to talk mm-hmm. their language sometimes, of you know course. that. And I said, what's going on? He goes, you don't understand. He goes, I don't know how to live out here. I am more comfortable in jail. I at least know what I'm doing. I know where I'm at. I get three meals a day. I don't have to think about my schedule. I know it's not any good. I know I shouldn't be there. And I know I need to be out here with my family, but it's easier for me in there. It's easier for me being in jail. And, you know, I thought about that for a minute. I took him to jail. I did. Because he did have a little bit of faint of booze on him. I had to get really close. Right. And he did have red eyes, probably from the night before. But he wanted to go to jail because he wanted a Thanksgiving meal. And you know what? That's where people are right now. They're so damn comfortable in their self-imposed prisons. You look at China. Chinese people as a whole are beautiful, wonderful people, but they're in prison. They're in bondage. And that is the main problem with people. They've forgotten what freedom looks like. They forgot what it felt like. They forgot what the experience was. And now all they have is this increasingly generational shift to just comfortable bondage. Yeah, I don't think you can say it any better. I mean, that's I, I've heard that before. I've heard guys that have gotten out of prison and they said the whole reason they got arrested again was because they wanted to go back because they totally. couldn't live out here. They totally. couldn't only live in there. Um, Doesn't I've, the same thing happen with guys getting out of the military? Military, yeah. that's yeah. right. Yeah. Veterans. I mean, you, yeah. you look at a lot of homeless veterans. Like my buddy told me, he's like, hey, you know, I've gone down to the homeless camps. I've gone and talked to these veterans. A lot of them, they don't want to live Mm-mm. with the rest of us. Don't want to they nope. can't. They don't want to deal with us. No structure. Yeah. They they don't like that. They don't they don't want that. They want their own life. They want to and quite honestly, I'm almost jealous because they're truly free. We're not. Yeah. I mean, you think about it. We're the only species on this planet that pays to live here. We are the only species that does that. Yeah. There's not another species of animal out there that does that. Nope. We're makes the you, only ones. Makes you rethink what our purpose is in life, you know, it makes you really think introspectively, what am I doing here on planet earth and why? And, and you know, I, I, I got to tell you, doc, uh, it wasn't until we really started doing this show that I saw it. Um, and one of the things I know Vlin saw too, was, you know, we both looked at each other cause we were trying to get this show off the ground. We were trying to do it as many times you remember in the beginning, you were there, you were with oh, yeah. us initially, you know what it was like. I mean, we were doing interviews late at night because yep. we were both working, Yep. but then we realized that we really enjoyed doing this, but we really fucking hate working. I gotta <laughs> be honest with you. I despise it now. I don't yeah. want to be out there. I'd rather be here at home with my family or with kids yeah. or doing something else other than working. And you don't realize that 
until you like wake up one day and you realize, holy shit, I go to work every day. I spend, you know, eight to 12 hours at work every day just to come home to spend what an hour and a half, maybe an hour with my kids before they go to bed. Who's raising your kids? Yeah. And you know, the only saving grace I have with that, you know, is I get to work with my wife, you know, we get to work together and I'm, Mm -hmm. I'm grateful. If I didn't work with her, I, I, I would, you know, yeah, I think, well, you're, you know, you're a doctor, whatever, you know, and you get people better. That's great. And it really, it, it's nice. But the greatest relaxation that I have is not being at work. True. And I, I, you know, it's like when, you know, all these events and stuff like that, you know, I love people. I really do. But when I'm done with that, I'm peopled out. I don't want to talk to anybody else. I want to go home. I want to talk to my wife or just sit there, you know, and, and people today are so conditioned with what you just said. It, it blows my mind. And I appreciate what you just said, Mick, because it, it, it need, people need to critically think about everything they're saying and doing today in a whole new perspective, because that allows us to do the very same things that our founders did. They looked at a situation. They didn't allow the circumstances of the day to cloud their judgment, and they were able to see possibilities within the impossibilities. And that's where we need to get today to see the possibilities of what we can do within what seems to be the impossibilities that surround us. Well, I'll tell you what, doc, I think I, I work harder now that I don't work for anyone else than I ever did when I was working, you know, 15 hours a day, six days a week. Because after I waterboarded myself, um, <laughs> power, I, uh, I, I went out to the gardens because I'm, I'm working on planting my second garden and I'm mm-hmm. doing it. I'm doing an electroculture garden and I did an, I built an electroculture s- structure in a Fibonacci sequence and I'm, I gridded it out and I'm planting that way. And I, I spent the day planting seeds. Um, I planted, I, I don't even know, thousands of seeds today. Um, everything from carrots and onions and, uh, you know, lettuce and mustard greens and cabbage. And, um, I had transplanted peppers and let's see what else. Lovage, cilantro, uh, melons, cucumbers. I mean, so much good, man. Right. I, I, I spent my day digging in the dirt and, and I actually, I used, I keep my eggshells. And I used the chicken shells uh, when I transplanted the peppers and put them underneath the roots so they get the extra calcium. They'll grow huge really quick. You know, it's it's that kind of that kind of thing. Um, my kid came home. He's like, hey, we have anything to eat? He's like, what do you want? He's like, can you make me some eggs? I love eggs. Absolutely. We have plenty of eggs. Would you like duck eggs or chicken eggs? Perfect. You know? I mean, it, it's it's great. It's fantastic. Um I'm tired. I, you know, I work hard, but it's so rewarding. And yeah. I know, and you know, in a couple of weeks I get to harvest the the first crop of, you know, crop of radishes. And then, you know, I'm, I'm going to start getting lettuces and, you know, then we'll have carrots and tomatoes. We're already getting tomatoes, you know, I mean, all kinds of stuff. And we will eat like Kings all summer. You will. We won't have to worry about where our food came from and, you know, how expensive it is. Well, you're planting seeds though not just to to yield a physical crop, but what you're doing right now with the Patriot Party podcast is you're planting seeds of hope 
that you yeah. will see grow. Now, I don't know when it's going to grow and I don't know what the crop looks like, but they're in people's lives out there, man. And it matters, you know, and sometimes some grow up really strong and fast. Mm-hmm. Sometimes there's the varieties of people like plants. Some of them take a long time uh, and some yeah. of them have a bigger yield than others. But this is what we're doing every single day. And that's got to give you some reward right there. Oh, absolutely. I, I love it. I, I listen to our friend Liana's show all day. And when she's done at two o'clock, I go in and I take a shower and I go pick up our kid. And then I, you know, set up the show and I, I'm doing research the whole time and, um, you know, get everything going. And then, then we sit here and uh, talk to everyone. And, you know, this is a great, you know, in, it's a great in, part in of our day because we get to spend it together. Yeah. Um, and with all of y'all, because, you know, we love our family. Yeah, but it's pretty uh, special. It, it is. And I wish more people had the opportunity to do it, but society but doesn't allow it. It's not just that. I mean, and I know I've said this before. I'm going to say it again. Um, and I, I swear one of these days I'm going to download the clip. But I, I, I'm constantly reminded if you remember, if you watch Jack Reacher, the first Jack Reacher, and you remember when he's standing at the window with a lawyer. And he says, you know, what if you were away? What if you were fighting for this country for 20 plus years and everybody told you about this freedom that was at home? And you said one day that you wanted to come home and experience this freedom for yourself. And then you got then you came home and you looked around and he's pointing people out the window and he's saying, who's really free here? Who's free from debt? Who's worried? Who's free from worry? Who's free from anxiety? Who's free from fear? Who's free from, you know, whatever stress. That was another one. And he said, you know, I got home, you know, you say that I'm a weirdo because I'm a loner and I bounce around and I don't stay anywhere in one place. And I always on the move. Yet I look at you and I say, you're the weirdo because who wants to come to a gray steel building every day for eight hours Wow! and sit there? Who's really free? And that is powerful. I, I got to say, I mean, when you look at it that way, I look at a rancher more free than me. Oh. I look at a farmer more yeah. free than me. Why? Because a farmer's constantly outside. He's always outside all day long. Yeah, it's hard work. But at the end of the day, holy shit, you can see what you did and you did it for yourself. Yeah, we I, I honestly see the um, the country. I've been asked this question a lot. What's the country going to look like in the years to come? I, I don't think that and I could be wrong. I mean, this is opinion. I don't think that they're going to get all our guns. I don't think we'll allow that. I think there's enough millions of people that are saying, nope. And I think they dang sure know that. So I think they're going to try. And again, that's the federal government overreaching again to try yep. to redo and under un, undermine the Second Amendment, which ensures we have the First Amendment. You guys mm-hmm. know that. Yep. They, I don't think they'll get that. I think that the big cities, because of all the money, the big gray buildings, the gray metal structures, the dingy, dirty, uh, you know, pollution filled places will become more and more liberal and that's what they do, the big center hub. And I think in the country, in the rural area, you know, in the in the Midwest, the West, the South, you're going to have these people that live on farms. And they're going to say, screw it. I don't need that. I can be out here on my own. You're going to have people that are going to do that. And you're going to have people that are going to learn from them. And I think that's the next generation of patriots right there that are going to be so planted in that area that you can't get them out. 
you they're stuck there. And I think those people are going to be the heroes that we're going to stick up for us for the years to come. And, and don't get me wrong. I agree. I think that is going to be what happens. I think we're making a dent. I yeah. think we're making a little headway. The my, youngest, the younger my, generation, like our kids age is more conservative than people realize. My, they are. I agreed. My only fear is currently right now, you have China and Russia outside the winds, licking their lips, washing their chops as they watch us implode, essentially. We're exploding from the middle. The only thing they're scared of is the same thing the Japanese said. The reason we won't invade the U.S. is because because behind every blade of grass, there is a gun-toting American. You're damn right. But if they take our guns or if they try, that's what I'm afraid of. That's where the fear is because... If I was an enemy, that's when I'd hit you. Well, and yeah, I'll throw one more little little wrench in this. And it's an area that, um, you know, I'm passionate about. And it, it'll make sense because everything's connects, right? You know, mm-hmm. um, simple little context. We can't fight for our rights if we're dead, right? Now, Correct. here's the point. China knows that. That's why they're hijacking our agricultural system. They are creating and... Their agriculture, they're hijacking our economy too. We know that, you know, yeah. we all understand the dollar, where it's going and where it's not going and where the, the China yuan. China yeah. made a deal to purchase oil. Totally. And they're going to do it in, in, in the Chinese currency, right? Mm-hmm. So what's happening is America is getting more sick as well physically from the inside out. We are killing ourselves from the inside. We are eating poor foods that is cheap that we don't grow just like you're talking about mm-hmm. that's that's just built on convenience and fast processed highly polluted highly chemical making us obese overweight dependent upon drugs big pharma big government let's lower drug prices like some of these more I want to do and drugs are manufactured somewhere in in China too we know that's part of it with materials right yeah. so if, if they can get us so sick that we don't live very long, you know, they win as well. So you, you've got a sick person that's in fear that has nowhere to go. He's going to go right back to that system again. And that I, I think that's an, uh, sort of an under talked about piece of this puzzle that we've got to get a hold of. Well, I've always described it as we're a train barreling down the tracks downhill. Um, all the emergency brakes are blown. No, yeah, um, without question. On top of that, now, uh, either depending on where it is in the country, either one in 26 or one in 36 children is, has now autism. Yeah, this is interesting. Uh, I have been asked about that a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, 40 years ago, the autistic birth rate was one in 40,000. Yep. Today, it's depending on where you go in the country. And even up in the Northeast, I know it's one in about 30 right now. Uh, but so somewhere between one and 26 and one and 40, yep. but it's not above that. You do the simple math by 2050, it's one and two. Yeah. And this is I, not knocking people that fall on the spectrum. I, I, but, I have a question. Yes. Have we taken one of the heat maps from the vaccines and put yeah. it over the city centers where the numbers are ridiculous. And yeah. does it correspond that the more number of shots that people had, the more number of people now that are turning out to be autistic? I've, well, actually, I bet real quick, I bet in about four or five years, we're going to see that that one in whatever go back up to like one in 
a hundred, one in 200, one in 300, maybe even one in a thousand, because for the last three years, more babies have missed their wellness appointments, right? Vaccinations than at any other time since vaccinations were rolled out. What you're going to see is this, and, and this is going back several years, probably back into the 80s, perhaps under the uh, Reagan, Reagan administration, you know, right? Yeah. When vaccine liability was transferred from the vaccine manufacturers to the federal government. Yep. When that happened, pre that time, you had less than five vaccines that were given to children under two. Post that time, a year later, you had over 20. Yeah. Today, the CDC has 66 right now. Oh, I thought it was 72. Yeah, it's it's up there at 66. And then you got uh, four for COVID that they use, right? Mm -hmm. Four different ones. It's 66 under the age of two. It's 77 by the time they are 12. That's right. Wow. And now Florida still is mandated for... Um, what is it? Gardasil, Gardasil, which is the one that causes um, sterility in, in girls, is now mandated for girls in almost all states. Yeah. And here's an interesting thing. At the same time you had this happening, guess what you also had? You had big government coming in and controlling our food supply by the development of the food pyramid. Mm-hmm. See, heavily processed foods, heavily subsidized industries creating dependence upon the government to pay their bills so that now they control the crops. So, you know, it was a you're going to see, and you can see statistically at that time, autoimmune diseases, obesity, type 2 diabetes, and autism all went like this. They yep. went up, and it's going to continue, like I believe, and B. Lynn, I agree with your point, until people say, you know, I'm not going to participate in that anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, that that it reminds me of the Rockefeller plan for Panama. You're you're old enough. I know you're old enough to remember that, Doc. You remember the Rockefeller? What are you trying to say, man? <laughs> I'm just kidding. You, do you remember the Rockefeller plan, though, for Panama? When we invaded pl- Panama, we had a whole plan to take over the government. We were going to take over their economy. We were going to take over everything. And it was considered the Rockefeller plan, and it was a pun on words, but yeah. it was the plan. That was like the first thing we took over was their broadcast media. Totally. The first thing we took over was their radio radio tower in Panama. Why? Because we had to broadcast our message. And that's exactly what we did. And then from there, it was it was everything. It was their medicines. Um, and then we invaded. And yep. then we took over Panama. And Noriega was not even the wiser to it. And they called it the Rockefeller plan. It makes me giggle now that I think about that. They called it the Rockefeller plan. And it sounds like the same plan that's happening here. Matter of fact... They, they had another train derailment in Minnesota today. Yeah, I yeah. saw that too. Did you see the picture that the guy posted online before the train hit those tracks? There's a, one of those train watcher guys. He posted a picture, his big red thing, middle of the tracks, right on over a coupled right over the top of one of the tracks. You know what those are called? Derailers. Yes. Why are there derailers? They're, Why are found... there train derailers? They found remnants of train derailer mm. at in Palestine, Ohio. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I think that we have to understand, and and people have asked, what's the answer? You know, I, the answer is, well, what BLN's doing. Get some land, learn to plant, get your guns, get your bullets, get a knife, build fires, and cook and eat your own food. That's what you do. And I think that's the answer there, because we have got to create an alternate sort of living arrangement, an alternate sort of 
barter system. And that's why, you know, I've told people to make sure you have tangible assets that could be traded, you know, and barters because yep. that's wisdom right now. Because we can't, this system we're, we're living in is a, is a perpetual self-destruction that has nothing more than a time bomb attached to it. It's not going to last. It cannot be sustainable. Just don't ever barter your ammo because no, we'll turn around last, and shoot you with it and take all the rest yeah. of your stuff. So last last year, I went and looked because this confused me because I was like, wait a minute, another train derailment. Okay, I went and looked just to find out because I'm stupid like that. I went and looked. So last year at this time, you know how many train train derailments had taken place in the United States? Oh, I I, I, I venture to guess under five, two hundred and eleven. Oh, wow. More than I thought. Okay. Now, now listen, but, but I'm talking like everything, anytime that a car track pops the track, that's considered a derailment. Okay. So even in the yard, when a train car pops, because it requires a fairly large piece of equipment to pick that train car back up and put it back on mm -hmm. the tracks, it requires some man hours. And then you got to clear the line too. So that's even more man hours. You're shut down for a while when you do it. But that's why they keep track of it. Now, when I went into the other category, do you know how many major derailments had taken place by this time last year? Well, two. that I was thinking of major derailments when you asked me that question. Yeah. Two. So there you go. That's yeah. Uh, two. Yeah. There's a grand total of two major derailments by this time last year. Do you know how many we've had this year? It's just like two a week now. We're at 25. Yeah, that's major derailments. Tell me something. Right, does not weeks. does that not say that, hey, look. There's something there. There's sometimes there's all shit. Okay. I get it. And yeah. then you can have a lot of attaboys that'll pick up that all shit, but we've had a whole lot of all shits and we've had no attaboys on major no. waterways. Yes. This now we have ethanol burning in Minnesota. Mm -hmm. Huge. Again, fire. by a, a, another, another crop field, a yeah. huge, huge. There's like five crop fields around this thing. I mean, yeah. Take care of the food and water. That's what you're doing. Pennsylvania, all the organic crops up there, uh, That's yeah. all those farms are destroyed. And everything north and east of it is screwed. Destroyed. Yeah. I mean, there's dioxins all up, uh, yep. done, all through there. But and then you're talking cancers. Uh, cancer risk is going to increase. And then and that's going to get you down to the chemotherapy where there's money in that. You know, you got the, you get the idea. Um, oh, yeah. It is nothing more than a sinister plot and, that and, we're seeing played out and, and that's i guess maybe i i can see it and maybe you can see it and maybe that's what we're trying to do is make other people see that hey this isn't an accident there there, there was an accident maybe the first two i could even believe palestine might have been an accident mm, mm -mm. but then, now hold on and then as Kabalsak says, uh, let's not forget the warehouses and factories yeah, and chickens, chickens that all went the up in chicken fires. house. Yeah. What okay. about that? No, okay, so thousand chickens. This is, this is some craziness. Um, some friends of ours told me this over St. Patrick's day. Some other friends of ours that used to live in Savannah acquaintances of ours, and they moved kind of, um, towards the Macon area and they have a pretty large farm out there and they, they've been doing what we started doing, but they've been doing it a lot longer. Right. Mm. And their farm's a lot bigger. So they had 31,000 chickens. Okay. Wow. Plus they had ducks and uh, guineas and geese. And I mean, all kinds of, you know, a pretty large commercial farm. And the FDA came in and told them that they had to slaughter all their chickens. They were allowed to keep 
their goat, their cow, their horse, um, and their dogs, and that's it. But they had to slaughter all of the, all all of their birds. Mm. Not a single one was sick. Not a single one tested positive on any of their false PCR tests. Wow. They had to kill 31,000 chickens plus uh, probably another 5,000 other birds. And not a single one was sick because there was one sick bird within a 25 mile radius yeah. of their farm. One sick bird. Wait till they start doing that with people. Oh, 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 wait, didn't they already start? I mean, yeah, really? Yeah. I mean, come on, isn't that what the jab is? I mean, yeah, wait, wait till they start coming, you know, knocking on people's doors that have backyard chickens and tell them they have to kill their birds. Dude, I freaked out today because our wandering cookie, who's my favorite, she's one of our Easter eggers and she's just like the snuggliest, but she's also the most adventurous. And all the other birds came running in when I called them for dinner, except for her. And so I put all the rest of them up and we're like wandering around the neighborhood calling for cookie. I finally gave up and went in and she's like, she comes over and she's like, what you were looking for me? Like what's going on? But we were all freaking out and worried, you know, someone came in and told me that I had to kill my chickens. Oh no. The, the gator would have dinner. Well, you know, like and it that's what it's going to take. It's going to take some people saying, no, get off my property. Yeah. And then, then okay. this is the key thing. That's why I refuse to register this place as a farm because I don't want that government having any inkling of it. I'm I don't give a fuck about the tax breaks. No, I'm 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 not doing it. I will right. refuse to register it as a farm. Because if you register a farm, you're trying to get breaks from the same government that you know mm -hmm. is trying to. And then this is true too. And then they can regulate my water too. What about the county sheriff? The county sheriff could, if they knew the law, say, get out of my county and don't come back. Yeah. And the county sheriff could effectively deputize anybody he or she wants, arm as many people as he or she wants, and protect the borders of the county. They could. But that that's where most sheriffs are just nothing more than elected officials now that, that are politicians, which but, is not okay. Yep. That's exactly what they are. So when are you running for sheriff in Oklahoma? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. I get asked the mm -hmm. questions. That you're going to run for senator, you're going to run for governor. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I'm just going to do my thing and figure. If God says to do something, my wife and I will step up and say yes. But until then, um, I'm not going to. I haven't. You guys knew me before. You knew mm -hmm. me during. You know me after. Won't change. Same because yeah, I'm still a principled guy, and and I believe in these principles we're talking about. And and uh, I, I guess I'm here at this time in history to um, to stand up for these things. So, well, you know, so well, that's, Nashville. That's, hold on, hold on. That's exactly where we are, Doc. Because you know what, we've made a huge, major lifestyle change in the last since since we first met. Yeah, you know, we sold our house. We you have quit my job, moved, moved to Homestead, got him off all big pharma meds. Mm -hmm. um, man, we haven't taken anything, and I don't even know how long. I mean, not even like nothing. I don't. What like, a journey. Nothing. What an amazing journey. And uh, and. And now he's regained feeling in his foot that he hasn't had for 17 years. And it's just absolutely incredible. Just, we distill our own water. You know, we drink distilled water. You know, we use um, organic, you know, vitamins, products, what like things like that. High dose vitamin C, high dose vitamin yeah. D. Some um, meal replacement that, shakes yeah, that somebody exactly. gave us. You yes. Know. Kingdom fuel, um, yeah. you know, things like that. But other than that, 
Exactly. There you go. You know, I mean, we're we're about as I got my empty show bottle. It's right here. We're about as all natural as we've ever been. It's my empty show bottle. Boom, there you go. Yeah. And and we've somebody been, needs a refill, I think. Yeah. We've been blessed because, you know, now Mick has feeling back in his foot and it's it's painful coming back. But <laughs> well, it has been. But it's coming back. And well, I, mean, I gotta tell you, you incredible. showed me that video when you all texted me. I cried because it made me really happy. It's amazing. It was so cool. What a miracle. Back of my heel. And it was like, while we were doing the show, I was just sitting there. I was like, I like put my foot down. It felt like my foot was like, you know, when your foot's really asleep, yeah, just starting to wake up and you get the pins and needles. Yeah. Like I had some really bad pins and needles in my heel. I was like, what the fuck? I was like, holy (laughs) crap. I can feel my foot. Yeah. That's so neat, man. Makes me so happy. And then it hurt. Then there was like three days of pain. Like I felt everything I've done to it in the last 17 years. Yeah. Bumping oh, yeah. Into everything in their mother. Oh man. I was like, holy crap. But, and it just wrapped around. You could feel it like coming back to life. It was like wrapping around like fingers, wrapping back around your leg, like grabbing it. It was like, holy crap. That is so weird. Mm-hmm. Like I can feel my knee again. I haven't been able to feel, feel that. And fuck that's, that is weird. That is when you can feel your joint pop again. It is really weird. <laughs> My knee crackles like I didn't even feel uh, before. I was like, holy crap, it really does. Yeah. Now you know what arthritis feels like. There you go. I mean, he hasn't felt it in almost 20 years. So you Come know, on, you look at my hands. Think about it's like, how much your body yeah. changes in 20 years. All of a sudden, like you can feel it again. But wow, it didn't feel like that before. Fuck, I'm old. That's what I <laughs> said. Welcome to freedom. That's a symbolic action of yeah. freedom. It's uncomfortable. But it's freedom, dude. Hey, yes, I'm there. Absolutely. So, so with right, that, so though, Nashville. Nashville um, how, what is your take on Nashville and the craziness that is coming out of uh, there? Because, you know, um, KJP just came out today and said that um, well, she, she has a lot of sympathy for the transgender community because they're the ones under attack right now. First of all, um, let's hold off on that. They shut the state house down today in Tennessee. They raided the state house floor. The trans community did. Yeah, it was a transurrection. Um, that's what they called it, too. Yep. <laughs> But it won't be known as an insurrection, even though they walked on the floor while members were still on the floor. January 6th, we never walked on the floors while any of the members were there. Mm-mm. We never yeah. got in the building while the members were still there. Well, we didn't go in the building at all, so don't say that like that, well, because I mean, the FBI get here sooner than they already planned to be, so... Whatever. Let them come. Well, so, Nashville, you know, I thought, first of all, I, I want to give credit where credit's due. Those officers did it right. But that's what I that's said. That's exactly what you do. That was the opposite of Uvalde, and I've analyzed... Yep. On mainstream media, I've analyzed both of those as recently as two days ago. Yep. Now, having said that, those officers should be commended heavily because they saved lives. If anybody deserves a presidential medal of honor, they do. They should be awarded for heroism and bravery. Now, because they could have lost their lives, and I've been there. Now, this, this is... Uh, hatred. Let's talk about what that is. That when, when people, you you can't change the DNA of a man and a woman. Can't do it. You might be able to think you're something else or bring in some hormones, but it doesn't change the DNA in your mitochondria. Doesn't change the DNA in your cells. So you are born one way. And matter of fact, the mitochondria has the DNA of the mama, and then of course the nucleus has a DNA of both. So you can't change that. Because well, go ahead. Hold on, Doc. What happens when you inject DNA from the opposite sex into a newborn? 
77 times. Yeah. So here's, here's what happens with that. Um, because if you inject these mRNA, which can really go backwards through or even reverse... just traditional vaccines that have, uh, you know, DNA from yeah. fetal cell lines in them, it can't literally, it can't change the DNA in the nucleus from the standpoint of what God made you. Could it alter its functionality? That's what I believe. Yes. And what we don't know is at this point in history is what does that mean? And what does that do? What does it look like? And there could be a variety of answers with that, but ultimately we can't alter God's creation. I'll give you one more example of that because like the earth was made by God's hand to be inhabited by mankind. Mm -hmm. In other words, everything in the earth is still here in God's design so that mankind cannot just survive, but they thrive. Right. Everything's here, but we have this cloud of confusion now. And so the more cloud of confusion you allow in attacking what is truth and right people that are, and I, I they say mentally ill, that's nonsense. We're creating angry people because we're creating confused people. Mm-hmm. Confused people are angry because they don't know what's right. They don't know what's left. They don't know what's up. They don't know what's down. They don't know what's true and what's lies. And they hurt and they get wounded. And they go out there and try to take out their pain on somebody else. And that's exactly what this is. It's inexcusable. It's intolerable. Forget the mental illness process. No, guns don't kill people. Evil kills people. That's just the way it is. And the greatest mass murders of all time were not done with guns. No, no, they were done with airplanes and fertilizer. And, so, and drugs. And drugs, right? With fentanyl, right? So this is like and, and, COVID, and vaccines. COVID vaccines. Yeah. And COVID. And then you think about the, the way this has happened. I mean, the, the whole idea of this being some kind of a trans thing is, is just ridiculous. Actually, yeah. Actually, no, I disagree with you. I think it is. I think it's an attack on Christianity. Well, but, no question. Yeah, uh, I, yeah I agree. I This person she laid out, uh, as we have come to find out, and I'm going to continue to call her a she. I don't give a fuck what anybody says. You can no, it's a she. write me emails. Yeah. All right. She was born with a va- vagina. She's got fallopian tubes and she's got ovaries. Guess totally. what? It's still a female. She does right. not have testicles and a penis. Still a female. So um, I believe in biology, science, you know, that special word, the science. I I wanted to follow the science, but then I was afraid to say the science. Anyway, this was attack against Christianity. I truly believe that the more and more I've looked at this, she scoped out two different areas. And I believe that the daughter of the pastor was the target because the daughter of the pastor was at both locations that she supposedly scoped out Mm. Um, with that. She. Huh? Explain why. Oh, well, she scoped out the first location. No, first, no, why the daughter was at both. Oh, places. well, mom is a teacher. Uh, mom was a teacher in the school, so mom taught at both schools. The first school had an armed guard. She didn't go there because she knew that she was going to run into another gun. So she just yeah. waited till the daughter was at the school. She was the first one killed. Um, as mm. I understand it, from what I understand from all the reporting I've taken in, she was the first one killed. So wow. to me, that's a target. She yeah. was targeted. She was specific. He, there was a lot of hate there for that girl from that other yeah. girl. Um, with that, though, I, I, I think this is, you know, 
what it really boils down to is mental illness, unfortunately, and it is a cover, but it's not the mental illness that you and I have come to understand what mental illness is, is what doctors describe as mental. No, the mental illness is people don't know God. That's because that's it thrive are the people who understand who talk to God, who have a relationship with God. I have a relationship with God. I thrive and I am fine in my sexuality because God told me you're going to be a man. And I heard him say that. And I'm a man. (laughs) Holy shit. I looked down just a little bit ago when I was in the bathroom. Yep. Still a man. Still there. Changed. These people don't have that conversation with God. No, nor have they ever talked to him that way, nor do they, nor are they fine with themselves. They hate themselves because why would you mutilate yourself like that? If you liked yourself, well, like uh, we're told, love your neighbor as yourself. That's Matthew twenty two thirty nine for those that are counting. Love your neighbor as yourself. We all know that's a great thing to live by, but we don't think about the grammatical structure of that sentence. Love your neighbor, comma, as yourself. If you don't love yourself, Never going to. You have no idea how to love your neighbor. Yep. So love the neighbor is going to be lacking. The more one actually hates self, the more one has to, by default, hate the neighbor. Yep. So it's it's really a fascinating dilemma we're in. But you watch, and I've said this as recently as today. We've removed God from government. We've removed him from medicine. We've even removed him from school and church. Yeah. We have absolutely because of that. This is what we get. It's a consequence of our own decisions. And we have got to understand that the founders didn't back away from it. God is mentioned. And Uh, that's just the way it is. I'll tell you what, Doc. We just... uh... We just finished up St. Patrick's Day here in Savannah, which is a, a grand event, right? And it was the biggest one in, uh, I don't even know Connor how Conor McGregor was here. Yeah. Wow. St. Patrick's Day. Yeah. Got to meet him. Got to talk That's to him. That's cool. I yeah. got to hang out. I guarded him, actually, for, for like, like an hour and a half. Yeah. Yeah. He was, he's a badass dude. His wife is cooler than he is. Though. It was. <laughs> His wife is fucking uber cool. So it was, but it, I mean, it was an amazing St. Patrick's Day. It was a blast. But um, the, at first thing in the morning, I'm, I'm talking like, well, actually, this was, uh, this was for Celtic cross so this was the sunday the before. sunday before because saint patrick's day for us because he's on the parade committee starts about a month before and we have an event like two events a week and then we have an event every day and you know like leading up to the parade um so the sunday before we had a church service in the cathedral in the basilica and then um then there's a parade and then there's a ceremony and then there's a lunch and it's this whole big thing okay um I always love going to church, especially in the Basilica. Like you just, you walk in and you just like, you feel so, you feel so good. Like you feel so light and airy and like everybody is just so focused and they're for the same thing. And they all, you can, you can see it that everybody is connected to God. Yeah. And, yeah. and it's amazing. And the Bishop does the service and, and he's, he's, he's like seven foot one, um, and very young. And, um, I mean, he's probably our age, but you know, very young for a Bishop and, uh, and, and a good man, you he's know, actually really good dude. He really, really, really good guy. Um, he gives a good service, even though he's not Irish, but we forgive him for that. Uh, it's okay. And not everyone can be perfect as a bishop. So. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, and I like him too, because he still yeah. bashes on the church. So I can't he really, does. he, he ba- does. bashes on the Vatican. So, so I can't really give him a lot of shit. I, I have, you know, 
I, I always loved going to the Basilica, but this time when we went, we went in there and it just felt sickly. It, there wasn't through the whole service and we sat in the back um, and I was great. I, I deliberately sat in the back instead of up with the family members, which we could have because I didn't want to be amongst that throng of people. He barely even went in the church. He was out in the vestibule almost the entire time telling people that they couldn't come in because it was a private mass. Mm -hmm. And because he felt the same way. God was not in that church that day. And it no. was, it was, it, it was eerie. It, it was, was very eerie. It was very weird to be there. It was creepy. like, it was almost cold. Yeah. And like, I've never been cold in that place before. It was amazing. This, this is the most beautiful church and you can look it up online. Yeah. Uh, the Basilica, Basilica of St. John, John the Baptist. St. John the Baptist. Yeah. And you yeah. can look it up. It's a gorgeous church. It's got the whole way, like it, it was designed after, um, yeah. um, call it uh, St. Abbey's mm -hmm. in wow. England, only one wing of it, but it's basically designed after that. It's got the V V roof, really tall roofs painting all the way around. It's, it's beautiful, it's incredible. gorgeous. Yeah. But yeah. like God Sunday we were there nope. and I was just like, nope. man, I, I that's weird. It, it's you interesting. Know? And I was thinking about that whole idea recently you know and you guys know i have a relationship with god and i haven't backed away mm -hmm. from that one bit never i never, love people i mean you can't no. once, you, once you have that relationship once you find that faith you you can't it's not possible to back away that's right and, and today, until they find it yeah we're seeing just this um and and e we got to be careful with this one even us people that that do know how god is we can't we shouldn't glorify evil and talk about how bad to the bone evil is and how evil is and we should be scared of it more than we elevate the magnificence and awesomeness of god because if we if we do this all we're doing is feeding the ego this is very important mm -hmm. the more you feed the ego of the enemy you're edging god out ego see and it it takes the place of and so you know i've been very um i don't want to say critical but very cautious with some people in our space about okay I, I get it things are bad i get it I, I really do but let's always give people the idea that with god we can deal with this we don't have all the answers but he does our backs might be against the wall but so were the israelites when they were facing the red sea on one side and the egyptian army on the other um Man, this is a time we've got to get our faith back and begin to trust again. I I agree, and and you know that's why we have him behind us because Amen. Um, I, I get I get so frustrated as well. So many people talk about demons all the time, mm -hmm. and and I I under they're there absolutely I get it they're everywhere, but they never talk about the angels and they're there too. That's it. So they sure are. That's what we try and focus on. So, so hey, y'all, we did church on Thursday instead of Wednesday. We normally do church on Wednesday and Sunday, but we saved it for Thursday for you. So, love it. Um, in fact, we've uh, we've been doing all kinds of church. We did uh, the first part of the Book of Enoch on our Sunday show over a couple of weeks, and then um, we're going to do the second part here, starting in a couple of weeks. We have a couple other things guests and another show planned in the meantime but um you know we went through all of revelations we've yeah so did the book of enoch yeah 
next will it. be yeah. two. Yeah. So yeah. So you know. We, so what's been going on by you in Oklahoma? You know, we've just been we're we're pretty consistent. You guys know we do our thing. We, you know, we we haven't sought out to bring attention to self, but we're still doing the same things. You know, we're encouraging people that have been vaxxed. You know, we've tried to teach them what to do to protect the endothelium. We've been we've been testing people. We've been trying to uh, continue to build resolve to that. We've continued to try to build resolve with people's health to build resiliency for what we got to do. Um, we've we've continued to um, try to share the message of hope. Um, you know, we we are hope dealers. You know, and and that's what we do. We just finished up um, another movie last week. Awesome. Um, filming it. So we're excited about that. It's got a really incredible story to it. So that won't come out until next fall. But uh, this isn't your wife's. Is this your wife's story? No, is this, we, no. Have, we have that one. Oh, yeah. 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 Wife's story yeah. is called The Prayer List. Yes. Which is, yeah, yeah. We have that. We have you guys that. have seen that. Yeah. When we did, yeah. um, after that, we did one called WWJR, which is really funny. You guys should watch that one. It's out there on all the different channels now. Um, then after that, we did one that's called um, Heaven's Date, and that we finished that in the summer last. It's not out yet, by the way. Okay. And then we just finished one called Holy Flicks. And of course, so now we've got two that'll be coming out back to back over the next couple of years. Love it. Love it. I actually, um, my best friend is, uh, he's going to be probably traveling out to see you here soon. Oh my gosh, that would be cool. But no, he's yep. coming out for, uh, he wants to take part in the clinic. He wants to go to your clinic. Good. Um, he, we started him on a, a regimen for uh, uh, doing, uh, trying to clean him up. And uh, same thing I did with my best friend. Heather, he got with, with really good results. He so got it. Well, no, he had, uh, he had, he had, a, he had a gut problem for a while there, but as he, as it started clearing out, he's like, he started doing more research into it. And then he goes, Hey, do you know this guy by the name of Dr. Sherwood? I was like, yeah, so it comes on our show all the time. I, I, he's I like, he's got him, a clinic in Tulsa, Oklahoma. I was yeah. like, I started I told him you about on it. a parasite cleanse because uh, he he's vaxxed and he got COVID a while back and he he couldn't taste or smell anything. And mm. I was like, so um, we had, we started him on uh, distilled water and um, eggs, lots of you know proteins and eggs that combat COVID and vaccine injuries and things like that. Mm. And uh, and um, high dose vitamin C and vitamin D and uh cardio miracle. And, um, and he was getting a little better, but then he, he said he still couldn't smell, smell or taste anything. So I gave him fenbendazole. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately he missed St. Patrick's day because he spent three days. He couldn't really leave the he toilet. He really couldn't leave. The, he, he apparently he had a Whoa. pretty so bad. Really woke, no, but it, it really woke him up. It was really yeah. good because he was, all of a sudden he started doing all this research and then he started texting me, asking me all these questions. And I was like, what are you doing? He's just like, well, you know, after you guys did this and now I've seen, he's like, I'm thinking there might be, because you got to understand a couple of years ago, he was diagnosed with uh, adult onset diabetes. Oh, wow. And I, I looked at him. I you're said, not dude, diabetic. You, you're not diabetic. There's, no, you're not diabetic. I was like, you're They're not diabetic. Drugs. That's ridiculous. And I was like, what were your numbers? And he told me, his number. I don't remember them off the top of my head. I am written down. But I was like, dude, you're not diabetic. That's no. actually, I wouldn't give you anything. I'd say you're just fine. Yeah. If I were to treat you on the street, I would send you on your way and not even feel bad about it because you're just fine. There's no reason why mm. you should be taking insulin. No. And, uh, 
He's just like, well, you're not a doctor. I was like, I know I'm not a doctor, but I stayed at a Holiday Inn Express last night and uh, <laughs> went on TV. But he was like, he was like, after after the fenbendazole, he was just like, dude, he's just like, I've been doing all this research, and he brought your name up, and he's like, do you know this doctor? I was like, yes, I do. I was like, tell you what, I will call him for you, and we'll get you set up with an appointment. You just tell me when you're ready to go because you're gonna have to drive out to Tulsa, Oklahoma. It's not like he's gonna fly here to see you. Well, we can do it remotely. We do that all the time too, so he's okay there. Okay, so I might just tell him, hey, let's just do it remotely, and you can just yeah. call in and talk to him. He's, I was oh. like, there's a bunch of different things that I'm pretty sure he could probably help you with. A lot of things. Back into where you want to be in not only your own body, but in your life where you want to be and how you want to feel and how you want to act. This is all stuff that uh, he's just like, well, does he care that I'm Catholic? He'll make fun of you for about five minutes, but after that, it doesn't matter. <laughs> no, I, my, our mission is to get people down a pathway of true healing. Now, whatever that means to them might be different from somebody to the other person, but um, physically, emotionally, spiritually, that you get those three things together. And at peace, man, you have the ability to get through life, even in the hardest times, because it, it builds that strength and resiliency. And that's kind of what we're trying to, well, we do. That's kind of what we create in people, you know, that come see us. Or we, we got people really all of the, the country we work with. And so they don't have to come to Tulsa uh, necessarily. We can get blood work done remotely now uh, mm -hmm. thank you to covid pretty much everywhere around the country so there's actually been a lot of benefits a lot of blessings you just got to find them in there yeah oh yeah uh, we've had we've had more blessings come out of covid than i can yeah. even count to be honest oh yeah it's you know if you just think through it in every situation like what like changing our entire lives like oh, well, being yeah, in yeah. this house like having the, the dogs and True. you know that the all these these animals and this, this amazing land and the show. Um, I True. mean, all, all of it, all these new family meeting Doc Sherwood, uh, all of this, they're all True. blessings come out of COVID. All of yep. the knowledge that we've learned, it, we might not like it. It's not pretty, but think about how much we have learned, how much we yeah. have, our, our eyes have been open to because of COVID. What's your $4 word that you love to tell everybody that you can say now? Thrombocytopenia. Yes. Who in the world? Thrombocytopenia. That's yeah. who, who, whoever should be able to say I thrombocytopenia. Should, I am not a doctor or medical professional in any way. I should not. Thrombocytopenia, myocarditis, pericarditis. These things should not just roll off my tongue. They, they shouldn't, but thank they you should. that they do because you should be your own doctor. There Absolutely. You go. A thousand percent. So. Um, well, Doc, this is always amazing. Thank you so much. Uh, I know we've kept you long. We've blown over yeah. our time. Didn't <laughs> I'm grateful like for you guys. I really appreciate you all every time. I'm gonna I'm gonna send you, I'm gonna text you that movie so you can have a yes. funny, funny date night on us. Absolutely. Should we might do, do a mind, Sunday do true conspiracy? Huh? You can do show, it, yeah. show it. Okay. It's, awesome. it's hilarious. I okay, mean, good. it'll make people laugh and laugh is good medicine might... for the soul, you know? I, I'm going, you know what? We'll do that the Sunday that I'm in Texas. Okay. Because I'm I'm going to Texas um, with our teenager. He has a prom. His girlfriend is in Texas. They've never met in person. I mean, they, they FaceTime. Big well, deal. You know, the way the internet is now, they they FaceTime. They spend more time face-to-face -face than, you know, except it's never been actually in person. In person. And, and he was like, the first time he talked to her, the first time he met her online playing a game, like he came to me and he's like, mom, she's the most beautiful girl I've ever seen in my entire life. I'm going to marry this girl. And I mean, I, I looked at her and I was like, 
uh, okay. I mean, she's pretty, she's cute in a very like girl next door sort of way. I mean, she's not like, like, you know, freaking Vogue magazine, but honestly, those girls are ugly anyway. So he thinks she's the most beautiful girl that he's ever seen in his entire life. Then I'm like, Hey, more power to you. That was what, like six months ago. And, um, and you know, they talk every day. And so now he's, he's going to her prom and, and she's, she's a, a good, a good Christian girl, strong family, homeschooled, um, parents are, it's funny because my first question was, is she vaccinated and are her parents vaccinated? And, uh, their first requirement was you're not allowed to date anyone who's vaccinated. And I was like, well, that's Whoa, wow. you're not allowed so, to date anyone who's vaccinated. So you're good. They knew what kind of environment they were looking to put their daughter in. There, oh, so we're, we're already, and he was like, mom, her parents believe the same kind of crazy political stuff that you do. And I was like, well, perfect. we're going to, we're going to get along great. Yeah. So, uh, uh, so that's I, exciting. You guys, that's, yeah. when is that coming up? A couple um, weeks you said? Yeah. It could like April, uh, April 14th or whatever. Oh, uh, right good yeah. for you. That's yeah. Neat. And so then I arranged through actually one of our, one of our family listeners here, uh, to get a cow at the same time, because I have one chuck roast left from the 450 pounds of meat we bought nine months ago. So, um, yeah, so I'm picking up a half a cow anyway. Um, so I'm driving the pickup truck to Texas and we're picking up a, I'm literally putting a freezer in the back of the pickup truck and, um, we're driving it home with the cow and, you know, doing you guys are things real that live home settlers. Now. You know, I, love I, it. I don't trust them at the grocery store either. Nope. Why would you? Exactly. No, they're injecting cows. They're putting steaks together with freaking meat glue. What the hell is uh, that crap? No. No, it's not even real anymore. It's not even real. No, no. Nope. I want to know where it came from. I, I, if I can't grow it myself, I want to know where it came from. So. Real food creates real health. Exactly. Unreal food creates unreal diseases. And that's exactly where we are today. Yep. Exactly. All right. Well, tell everyone where they can find you, Doc. Yeah. Then go to Sherwood.tv. We're mm -hmm. easy to find. And again, mm -hmm. if people want to work with us, they can work with us remotely. We have a free webinar every two weeks. So people don't have to pay to know what we do. And um, that's cool. And they can schedule appointments right from that. Awesome. Hey, if you go to Sherwood.tv forward slash Patriot Party, you get our discount with it. So <laughs> yeah, it, I think it's PPP on there, isn't it? Patriot Party, PPP. Uh Patriot Party. Try both. Patriot Party or PPP. Patriot Party. It's, it's in because the, it was our first one. Yeah, so I think we were still using our name. Yeah. We were doing okay. Patriot Party at the yeah. time. So exactly. good. Yeah. That and that we, you want the discounts in there. And I want to know where they mm -hmm. come from too. Yeah. Yeah. There you so go. you guys get 10% off things like the Kingdom Fuel yep. um, and a free ebook uh, all about health. I gave your, I actually gave your diet book for diabetes to one of my aunt, aunts that has diabetes. And then I had, right. I gave your fork, uh, fork your food book fork to my, my diet, fork your yes, diet, fork your diet book <laughs> to my mom. Um, and she loves it. So, uh, and I kept a cup. I have one for myself too. But anyway, so yeah, good stuff. That's the way you do it though. That's it. I Appreciate you guys so very yeah. much. Well, well, we appreciate we you having Doc. you on, Doc. Yes. And uh, look forward to the next time. Yeah. Can't wait. We will talk to you later then. Have Thank a great night, sir. Give, a best, give our best to your wife. Yes. I will. See you guys right. later. We'll talk to you later. Have a great right. one. Bye-bye. Bye. There you go, Doc Sherwood, folks. That's See, it. We told you he's more than just a doctor. He always has an excellent opinion. And I, he sees the bigger picture. He sees how everything is connected. So many people get focused 
on kind of like to see them their, run for sure. Their individual hill that they missed the forest for the trees. You I know? really would. I think I, he I'd would be a bang sheriff. up sheriff. And I think that would be a start of a hell of a political career for him. Too, I agree. Because he is exactly what we need. And there's not a lot of people that say it the same way we do. And he does. Yeah. But y'all know what time it is. And when he came in in the beginning and said, uh, combat, he's right where we are. Oh, he, yeah. He just, he sees uh, the writing on the wall. He just, he can't. I mean, he can. He did come out and say it out loud. That's where we're at, people. Folks, you know? it's not, uh, I'm telling you, people that are in the know are pissed right now. There's a lot of people. They're coming after our guns. They're coming after our guns. I know that I've said that three million times, but now they're really doing it. Now they're really doing it. They got star power now. They got Reese Witherspoon on board. They can take your AR-15. They can come take your handgun. Yeah, you can take it from me. One You're going to get it one at a time. bullet at a time. I promise. I promise. I promise. I promise. You I don't, will give you don't, it to you. you don't, lead poisoning is really bad. You don't want that. But it is. It's what's going on. He sees it. He, he He's older than we are. He sees it. He knows that we're frustrated. He knows that we're angry. He's not that much older than we are, but okay. He's, he's a bit. He's about Mark's age. Well, maybe. Okay. And he's 56. Something like that. Yeah. Okay. They're both 56. Anyway. Either way. Um, <sighs> hot and empty. You're damn right, Sparky boy. That's exactly how I'm going to leave him. Hot and empty. Where's the... It's right here. All right, good. It's fully packed and ready to go. Look at that. Yes. See? Yes, Lindsay. You're right. And almost on time. Where is Liana? I don't know. She's not in here. Did you what text the fuck? Her? Maybe she took a nap. She might have. She might be asleep again. She thinks it's nine o'clock in the morning. <laughs> Timing perfect. That was perfect tonight. Not bad. Not bad. It's from the ball. I, I hope. Wix thinks the trannies are going to start the civil war. I have to agree, Gerby. Yeah, I think you're Honestly, right, Gerby. You know what? We have been joking for years that, like, hey, the left wants it. Fucking bring out your your blue-haired freaks with their... <laughs> their cry closets and, and, and you know, their cry bags. We can throw tampons at them and, yeah. and um, they'll run away. But, dude, give some trannies on some pumped-up hormones, um, some... Do Badass guns when we may have an uncivil war on our hands. There is nothing civil about war. Please hey, don't call it a civil war. It just is an remember, uncivil war. Just remember, too, they're, they're supposed to have their uh, day of trans vengeance. Trans vengeance. Supposed to be trans coming up. vengeance day. Saturday. Make sure you're awake and you're paying attention on Saturday. And I'll tell you what, I know we didn't really talk about the Trump indictment really with Dr. Wood. I'm okay with that um, because it's all a fucking show anyway. Um, it's it's all, you'll see. <coughs> Y'all just trying to piss me off now. Hmm? That's exactly what they want. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk about That's it. That's exactly what they want. I, I'm going to talk about it. I mean, talk about it. 
I, I'm going to tell you right now, you're not going to, if you think you're going to hear me say, woe is Trump, you're wrong. You're way wrong. I'm not going to say, woe is Trump, because honestly, I, I don't okay. even know if so I'm taking, for the guy. All right, here's the deal. And if you guys aren't, if you don't uh, know the details. Chinese are the tank division of Antifa. <laughs> And it is hilarious that April Fools is their their <laughs> tranny range day. Yeah. Um, what? I'm waiting for the song to end. Very respectful. Because mm-hmm. you might end up in a body bag. I might. I mean, turn your you turn your back on a wall. There's oh, no, a good no. chance. No, he'll fucking kill your ass. Yeah, that's not what I was talking about. But okay, um, yeah. So, if you guys don't know the details of this Trump indictment and what all happened, right? Um, Stormy Daniels, this porn star. There was a rumor going around that. Trump had an affair with her while he's married to Melania. Or maybe... A, no, it was before Melania. Uh, so, Ivana. Ivana. Okay. Ivanka. No, Ivana. Not Ivanka. Ivana. No, Ivana. Ivana. He was not, not married to his daughter. That's right. Okay. That's right. Don't get all creepy. But there um, was that video that Diana played today. played today, yes. That was funny. So, uh, here's the deal, though. Trump never actually paid her Seven years ago, Trump's lawyer paid her $120,000. Out of his account. Out of his not out of Trump's personal account. account. And Trump never paid him back. He for never it. reimbursed him. Okay. And he said that Trump never reimbursed him. And Stormy yep. Daniels has come out publicly and said they never even had an affair. Not only did she come out publicly, but she wrote a memorandum of record, mm-hmm. basically. Um, a whole bunch of years ago, immediately after it first happened or mm-hmm. after the story first broke when uh, I forget what tabloid was trying to make it a big deal. And she came out and she actually wrote a public statement to not appease Donald Trump, but to stop everybody from her, you know, harassing, harassing her. her because she's like, I never, she's like fucked him. I never fucked him. I never had Dude, anything to do seriously. with Seriously, because everyone loved him. So she was getting the raw end of the deal. She's like, I never even fucked him. She didn't want his money. And here's the deal on the other end, on the law side, okay? That, if if it were true, and they, they're they saying that um, he, he covered it up, that he uh, doctored his books to cover up that he did pay back the lawyer, okay? And that is only a misdemeanor in the state of New York. Correct. With a two-year... Two years. Statue of limitations. Statue of limitations. Can't prosecute it after two years. So, good old Donut Bragg, who... Um, ho, ho. Ho, ho, ho Bragg. Ho, ho, Bragg. Okay. Because it sounds better. Ho, ho. Ho, ho, Bragg. Okay. No, I don't know. I mean, donut. he's southern Manhattan. Ho, ho. I don't know. Let me get my ho-hos. <sighs> anyway, I, li- I like Donut Bragg. Anyway. Yeah. Um, Let me get my ho-hos. <laughs> donut Bragg. <laughs> Uh, he has bumped down every felony he's ever seen 
to a misdemeanor or sometimes just basically doesn't prosecute at all because he's completely bought and paid for by Soros in China. But instead he has bumped this up to a felony based on the fact that and Quifa, dry they're saying oh that God. Trump used campaign funds. Okay. <sighs> he funneled, he, he funneled campaign <laughs> funds to pay off his lawyer seven years ago for something that never happened with Stormy Daniels when his lawyer said that he never paid him back. So, and, oh, and the statute of limitations on a felony in New York, that would be... Four years. Five years. No, it's four years. No, it's five years. For prosecution from, from date of action to date of prosecution is four years. State of New York is four years. Anyway, so... Uh, that five years Seven is, years ago. Five years is the statute of limitations on the federal side of all of this. Oh. That's where you're getting five years okay. from. Okay. Five years is the federal statute of limitations. Now understand the federal statute of limitations on this is even worse because what they're trying to say is that it didn't, what the argument, I guess the big problem in court was this, or what they're claiming, what the liberals at least are claiming the big problem in court was this. They were saying that they were arguing that it didn't technically become a federal crime until Donald Trump was president. Okay, that was still six years ago. Yeah. Okay, but they're saying, well, it wasn't until, then they, they, they've but basically- the federal government won't, the DOJ won't touch it. Stop. They moved the goalposts. Mm. They played move the goalpost. So what they did first was they said, well, it's got to be when Donald Trump was president. Okay, well, that was six years ago. It's still after the statute of limitations. Then they were like, well, wait a minute. It would have have to been after Russiagate. Mm. So after the first impeachment. Oh, yes, you can indict a ham sandwich. Anybody can do it. You can indict anything. You're absolutely right. You have a, you have a board of 62 people. All you need to do is get 12 people to to sit straight and say yes. And you get an indictment through a grand jury. Now get this. It doesn't have to be unanimous. It doesn't matter if everybody else in that grand jury says, nope, fuck, no crime. Doesn't matter. The 12 people did. Can you find 12 Democrats in New York City that hate Trump? Absolutely. I can throw a rock out the front door. Absolutely. So, um... So they're indicting him. So the case, this is the real big problem. This is the real big problem. First of all, let's start out with the money because we can follow the money the easiest. First of all, there was no repayment to Cohen or whatever his name was, uh, the lawyer. I thought it was Cohen, wasn't it? I think it's Mm -hmm. Cohen, isn't it? Yeah, Cohen. Yeah. So there's no liar. There's no payout to that guy. All right, from I don't Trump's think he's bank a lawyer account. anymore. He lost his law license after he lied the first time. Admitted to lying and went to jail for it. Correct. Yeah. So. The, now, forget his track record. Let's just go with the crime itself. Let's just go with the essentials of the crime. All right. Let's try and prove the crime in a court of law. Because what you do is you don't prove the whole crime. You pro, you you try predicates of the crime in the courtroom. The ones you're strong on are your offense. The ones you're weak on are your defense. So in the courtroom, if we're going to try this case, let's start out with the evidence. First, there's no $120,000 payment going back from Trump to Cohen at any time. So there's a hole there. We call those holes. Mm. So now we have to fill the hole. We have to find out why there's no payment. What is wrong there? That's A. 
B, there is only Cohen's statement in which he said that he paid Stormy Daniels. And he, the only thing that we've got on that is it's basically he said, she said bullshit because all it is is Trump's word against a felon already. Hmm. The former president of the United States against a, against a felon already. Uh, a convicted liar. Yeah, he's a felon. Yeah, he's a felon. He is a felon. Um, hmm. I don't I don't know about Trump's odds, but uh, they're, they're looking better every day. So let's continue. Maybe. Let's get into the part that I think is going to be the most interesting part of this. Okay. Because understand, they just indicted Donald Trump. Okay. The former president of the United States, Donald Trump. Donald J. Trump. They just yeah. indicted him. Okay. When we find out that the federal government is behind Alvin Bragg, can indicting Donald Trump on these charges. How long? How long are we going to wait? When, when then are we finally going to see the tyranny in front of us? When then are the rest of everybody's going to stop sitting there saying, Hey, you know what? We're there. We still got a good government in charge of our country. When then is everybody going to finally say, no, no more. It's time to eliminate this. The cancer isn't us. The cancer is our government. This cancer has been growing for fucking years. Years. Think about where the federal government started. Think about what the federal government was supposed to be about. Think about where the federal government is today. It is a cancer. It is everywhere. It's in everything. Go ahead. Tell me it's not. Fine. Go Sit there and say, no, Mick, you're fucking wrong. Look at your, your paycheck. Look at your paycheck tomorrow. Tell me I'm wrong again. Tell me I'm fucking wrong. Tell me I'm wrong when 40% of your pay goes back to the federal government every month. We're all slaves. Tell me I'm We're wrong all again. all prisoners. I, I'm not wrong about this. I've never been wrong about this. The, I've been a constitutionalist from the get-go. I told you all that the first day we started the show. I believe in the Constitution. The Constitution doesn't talk about offices upon offices upon offices upon offices for jobs upon jobs upon jobs that, we're that the federal government is to employ the whole United States of America. No. That is a self-licking ice cream cone. That is not what our forefathers said. Our forefathers said the federal government should remain small to support and help the states. That is the reason for the government. This shit has got to stop in the only way we stop this. I, the, the only way we can do it. 24 is not going to be, it's not fast enough. Stop saying 24 because I, I put no hope or stock that we're even going to see 24. No. Not as one country. No. 
And if we do see 24, it'll be vastly different from where we're at right now. Hmm. I, uh, this is, this is good. Even outside of not proving the case, they can't prove the case against Trump. So that's fucked for them. They don't have to. Prove the it. fraud is done. They don't care. Think about, about anything this. Like that. Think about this. The fraud is done. It's kaput. The president's been set now. We're good. Because the end game in this is obviously Trump's getting off. We all so, know that. But still, this is the first arrest. But is it? Is it? Isn't it? Don't well, you think it'll shock the world? Lindsay, there was an audible gasp in the Fox newsroom when it was announced. Lindsay brought up a good point today. Hmm. HRC. I think we had already talked about this once before, but HRC, what can HRC refer to? Hmm. Besides Hillary Rodham Clinton? Yep. Uh, her, His Royal Highness. Holy Roman Church? Or, um, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, Holy Roman Church. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who who in the hospital today? I don't know who in the hospital today. Pope. Oh, that's right. He's go in the hospital today. You think the Pope was arrested, but they didn't announce that he was arrested. An arrest is just stopping. Mm. Let me let me define arrest for you again. Detaining, stopping, preventing forward movement. That is an arrest. We call it a heart arrest when you have a heart attack. Okay. Heart arrest, heart attack, heart arrest. Okay. Get it. It's an arrest. Doesn't matter. Doesn't mean it doesn't say that it says HRC is arrested. It doesn't say like HRC goes to jail. It says HRC is arrested. Mm-hmm. Arrested could mean a lot of different things. That's true. Hard arrest. Yeah. Your car stops too sh short. That's called an arrest. Yep. It's also mm -hmm. a French word. Where's our? And where's I believe where's we determined the Pope from. I have no idea. You have no idea. Yep. Nope. Really? Okay. He's from French Ghana. Really? Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. That's why he speaks that funky weird that funky weird, weird language and he doesn't speak English at all. He's only like the 16th Pope, I think, that doesn't speak English at all. Mm. It's really weird. That is weird. Isn't it? Where are we going? Shit, are we playing clips? We only have like fucking 30 minutes left. Start with uh Might as well. Start with FA. Really? We're going here again? Well, it's different. Well, I know it's different. But... Mm. Oh, you got this mm -hmm, this trans weirdo. Yay! Trannies! We're trannies! <sighs> as we keep an eye on uh, the breaking news coming out of Minnesota, as you know, visiting the site from Ohio, right? Uh, was a subject of consternation. Do you plan to visit Minnesota? Uh, right now, uh, I am not going to get in the way of investigators or local officials. I
So no. That would be a no. I'm not going to go to where they're burning ethanol because again, I'm not because uh, I'm a putting boy. my health at risk. You know, my breast milk might get contaminated. Y- you need to make another folder, another folder, permanent folding for uh-huh. pussy boys. That's a good one. That okay. would be I, one that, for the that pussy boy. A per- that's, that's not a, a fuck around clip at all. Okay. That is not that's, a fuck right, around that's clip. A that's a boy. pussy boy clip. Okay. That's what that is. This is Minnesota. This is what's going on right yeah. now, I guess. Hey, anybody uh, up there? It at like one o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Their hey, time. Again, anybody up there, if we have any listeners in that area, again, because I'm made of my word and I put my money where my mouth is. Um, okay. Our door's open. If you live around there, you're trying to get the fuck out of there and you need a place to go. You want to retire to a warmer climate for a little while. Yeah. Again, we can figure out living conditions and arrangements. No bullshit. Dead serious. Doors always open. All you got to do is give us a call. You got our number. We will uh, be more than happy to put you up. Not an issue. Yep. If I don't answer the first time, just leave a message. Just so He you actually know. checks his. Every once in a while. Mm-hmm. I think every third Sunday I, of the month. I cleared out my voicemail the other day. Well, how many were in there? I don't even know. Billions. I just trashed them all. That's fucked up. So y'all could leave me a message again. Yeah. Some good fire right there. Yeah. Raymond City, Minnesota. I, I hope we get some, uh, is there day, certain day shots? Of this? No, because this all happened at one o'clock in the morning. Oh, no, no, I know, but they had day shots today on the news. You didn't mm. get any day shots? Mm-hmm. Oh, I was hoping you did. No, I got the because I wanted to look at the cars. I wanted to look at the container cars because that doesn't look that bad. Um, that doesn't look anything like what Palestine. No. Palestine looked worse. Palestine's fucked. For one reason. Um of the four cars when they derailed, and I went, I had to go back and look at it, but my buddy pulled it out, actually. He called me on it. He's like, hey, dude, uh, somebody that listens to the show, Jay, what's up? Um, he was like, hey, did you see the cars? Went back, and I was like, what are you talking about? He's like, go look at the rail cars. Three of the uh, cars that were on fire, one of the cars that was on fire, um, the other two right next to it um, were pressurized rail cars. That's way worse. When you have gas under pressure while it's being transported like that with a fire right there, that would have been um, almost a small Hiroshima. No bullshit. Had that bitch blown up, would have been like about a small Hiroshima. It would have left a really big hole in the ground because that's over 36,300 pounds worth of pressurized liquid material. That would have left uh, a crater that would not have been able to cover up. Okay. Well, um, still setting it all on fire was not the That was not idea. probably the smartest idea either. I'm just saying TTP is being exposed here. But after I saw that, I was like, well, it makes a little bit more sense why they did what they did. But the part that I don't understand, even under pressure, though, so they got to be refrigerated. So those are refrigerated cars. So if they started heating up, that'd be really bad. Um, I'm wondering how they off-gassed them and burnt at the same time because they would have had to do that. 
they would have had to off gas and burn at the same time because you eventually would get gas trapped back inside the container. Yeah. The container essentially would become pressurized again because out here, real hot, real bad inside, real cold, not real good, good to stay alive. And then combination of the two and boom. I yeah. Okay. Rapid expansion of vapors and liquids. Not a good thing. I don't, don't ask me. I have no idea. Hmm. That that that's um hmm. That's really weird. Very odd. Anyway. Anywho, moving on to uh, FO. No, third one. You didn't play the third one. They did. No, you didn't. We most certainly did. No, you didn't. Oh no. Okay, that one. Well, why was it gray? It was already gray. I don't know. It always does that. It's weird. Weird shit. Well, we go undercover as antiques in a crowd. So, can you put that back in? January sixth, by the way. All right, thank you. So yep. Much. Yep. You feel better? You guys get sprayed. Here, here. Do you hear him in the beginning? When we go undercover as Antifa in the crowd. When we go undercover as Antifa in the crowd. So, can you? When we go undercover as Antifa in the crowd. Oh, those are cops. That's his badge right mm, there. Yes, yeah, FBI badge. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Fuck around. Oh, they're about to find out. Fuck around. I'm fairly certain about I is user yep mm -hmm. yep fairly certain mm -hmm. who else is fun finding out let's try to get some answers out of the senator lindsey graham who supports this and is here now you got to be kidding me senator did you read this yeah i don't think i support the restrict act <laughs> you don't support this because you were named as one of the supporters because this is garbage well, is this the one with John? There's two bills out there. One allows a review of businesses that that are connected to China, give the secretary the ability to protect our data. Uh, is that the Restrict Act? We got S-686 right here, yeah. March 7th. Mm -hmm. And we got a bunch of Republicans supporting it. Because this thing is crazy town. You don't want yeah. the government looking into your private phone. No, I don't. If and they, they have a hunch you're colluding with the <laughs> Russians, we remember how yeah, that turned that's out. That's right. Yeah, no. Well, the Constitution trumps a statute. So let me come back and, uh, you know, give you a better explanation. Here's the problem as I see it. Uh, China is the parent company of TikTok. And my nieces like TikTok. I don't mind them using TikTok. I just don't want the Chinese government to seize all their data and manipulate the information Americans seize uh, for political purposes. China is helping drug cartels in Mexico. China is not a friend. Chinese espionage is an all-time high against American business interests. So I want to push back against China, but within a constitutional framework. You're right about that. So uh, you made these allegations, and I'll 
come answer better next time. Yeah, well, I mean, because on Congress.gov, you're listed as one of the co-sponsors of this thing. Maybe it's like Fetterman when your chief of staff <laughs> does be. all your work for Could you. <laughs> but, Senator, you got to go back and talk to these other senators about this. Yeah. This thing is nuts. And yeah. it's going to get abused like it always does. So we got to yeah. clean this up. Can we clean this up? Well, yeah. I mean, number one, yeah, I owe you a better explanation I'm giving you. Uh, John Thune's got a bill to make sure the Secretary of Commerce can deal with this, not just TikTok, but the general idea that China, we're under attack by China. Now, that's a fact. Chinese uh, Communist Party is stealing American data espionage against American businesses is at all time. According to the FBI, this is the number one challenge they face. China is providing drug uh, precursors to make fentanyl in Mexico. That's killing Americans. So, yeah, I'm definitely going to push back against China being able to steer your data, but I want to do it in a constitutionally sound manner. So the problem is real with China, but the solution can be more damaging than the problem is sort of yeah, what you're you telling know, me. You know, don't That's push what back you're telling me. on the United States citizens yeah, no, I, I for something China's doing. All right? no, I, to I totally get that. And constitutionally, we can't do all the things you just said. So let me get back with you. But let me just yeah, get with back this. with me because you co-sponsored it two days ago. OK. Senator. All right. Yep. See, makes me look bad. I don't know a better explanation. All right. Uh, my bad. But I will say this about China. China is really a threat to America at multiple levels. The fentanyl coming in from Mexico, they have a direct link to that. It's coming out of China. I want to make Mexican drug cartels, foreign terrorist organizations. I want to protect uh, American data from Chinese manipulation by the Communist Party. Uh, that's my intent. And if this bill doesn't, if it goes beyond that, I'll come on your show and say uh, my bad. Does that feel weird now? Just wondering. Um, wow. Hey, Lindsey Graham. You got called the fuck out. When did you become a spy for the CCP? Oh, uh, when he married a woman who's... Oh, no, that's Mitch McConnell. That's Mitch McConnell. Sorry. Lindsey Graham. Oh, when I know. did you become a spy for the CCP? When, Just wondering. When he went to Ukraine. Just wondering, dude, because when that's when he got his payouts. So before he went to Ukraine. Yeah. Yeah, because Ukraine's the, the money pit. Holy mm. shit. Was that some funny shit or what? That was pretty bad. Oh, yeah. Okay. That was uber bad. Okay. Here, Zelensky just found out, too. <laughs> this Zelensky. Oh, no, no, no. Did you hear? Zelensky just went and gave a speech in front of it. Anyway. Did you hear? Just play this. Did you hear? Did I hear what? So apparently, hold on, let me. That's probably what this clip is. No, I doubt it. Um, I guess it was Millie. Oh, no, that's not what this clip is. Okay. Millie went to see Zelensky last month. Yes. I said, what? Yeah, we, nobody heard about that, did you? No. Yeah, apparently Millie went to see Wasn't Zelensky. Zelensky just here? Why would Millie need to go see him? Because uh, Millie went and told him that. Ukraine's not going to win this war. Well, I mean, we told him that, but he didn't listen to us. But Millie was amongst several generals from different armies from around the world. Yeah, saying, told did them, he say, we're not going to give you any more money or arms? Well, they basically told him that, hey, look, it's going to become spare, you know, sparse. We don't have anything left. Yeah. It's all gone. It's a perfect time for anyone to attack us because we don't have shit left. 
It's going to take us 10 years to rebuild our armaments. Yeah. Easy. This is. Yep. For their four hour lifespan on the front lines. Not good. Yeah. So Zelensky went to Austria. He gave a speech. And as he's giving his speech, all the Austrian parliament walked out. Why? Because he's asking them for more money, I believe. I don't, I think it, uh, wherever he was giving the speech, it wasn't only Austria, but all of Austria walked out. Wow. Yeah. Austria was just like, no, we're done with you. Nope. Yeah. Peace. They got up and left. Especially, I mean, they're fucking. And Austria has gone full Nazi. Like I am so disappointed in my homeland right now. Nationalists. Seriously. Nationalists. Oh, shit. But that's why my granddad left. You got some uh, booty. Because they were about to go Nazi. That's why he left. And now they just show their true colors again. Base strudel munchers. <laughs> okay, this is some funny shit. This is libs of TikTok. Yeah, I know. Okay. I got you. This is awesome. I'm not TOC. Yep. I am here okay, outside oh, the Cannon building. I was here last week because I attempted to ask AOC why she lied about me in a committee hearing. She cowered away. She refused to talk to me. So I'm back here today, one week later, and I'm going to deliver her an ethics complaint that I filed for lying about an American citizen in a committee hearing. So AOC... She broke the rules. Believe it or not, there's actually rules on Capitol Hill. And 23 Clause 1 is a big one. You got to act in a way that reflects credibility on the House. And lying about, you know, a U.S. citizen certainly doesn't do that. So we're filing this ethics complaint. Let's go inside and see if she's there. How are you doing? Just dropping off some mail for the conversation. Hi. So basically a few weeks ago, AOC yeah. lied about me in that committee hearing. Okay. So I tried to come last week and talk to her, yeah. but she kind of cowered away, wasn't interested in talking to me. Okay. So uh, together with um, Mike from the Heritage Foundation Oversight, um, he helped me file this ethics complaint. So we filed that. And if you can give it to AOC, sure. I would really appreciate it. Thank you. And Thank tell you. her to stop lying about American citizens. Okay. Thank you. I just dropped off an ethics complaint at AOC's office, and unfortunately, she wasn't there. So we laughed, and then I was walking through the Capitol, and guess who I bumped into? AOC herself. I just delivered an ethics complaint to your office because you lied about the community here. Oh, hi. Yeah, no, I actually I never inspired about that. You're actually super transphobic, and I never want to hear things with you. Thank you. That belongs in the find out. Yeah, yeah. Okay, and one more I just pulled. The, the one that was highlighted. No, we already played that one. Okay. The one up from that. Which one? This one? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Yep. Yep, watch this one. As someone who's actually served in the military, we understand, and I think that you would both agree, General Milley and Secretary Austin, that if an officer has a dereliction of duty, there are many articles which could remove him for that reasoning. Is that correct? 
And do we all understand that? My definition and understanding of dereliction of duty is a person's purposeful or accidental failure to perform his obligations. Do we agree with that? And there's also willful dereliction of duty, which in my opinion is nothing more than a failure through negligence. Now, Secretary Austin, we have seen where we have failed to secure a status of forces agreement during Iraq withdrawal, which has now allowed ISIS to retake key locations in Baghdad. We have Afghanistan in the control of the Taliban, Haqqani Network, ISIS Khorasan, with billions of dollars in weapons, armament, defense articles, millions of dollars in cash, thereby actually creating probably one of the most well-funded and well-positioned terrorist organizations in the world. Even though our intent in going to Afghanistan was actually to stop it from being a safe haven of terrorism. We have Libya, which is controlled by a UN-backed government that faces challenges from militia groups who threaten the stability across the entire region. And we have Syria, which is fractured between the Assad regime, the Russian military, militia groups, and ISIS, plus the United States continuing to be the recipient of missile and rocket attacks that's resulted recently in the loss of American lives. And as my colleague, Representative Johnson, had pointed out, also not abiding by law. Many of these things are very personal to me. One is a United States Army combat veteran myself, but one in understanding that leadership is to lead by example. And in my opinion, that example has not been very strong. That is why we have 8,400 people who is purged as a result of the vaccine, which I find to be unconstitutional and support them being reinstated with full pay, back benefits, and their ability to serve their country, not the political agenda. But Afghanistan is near and dear to my heart because before I ran for, when I was running for Congress actually, and before I was an elected member, I helped to conduct one of the very first successful overland rescues of Americans who were left behind in this botched withdrawal. And we also know that there was officers who were deployed and military members who were deployed like Sergeant Vargas Andrews, who could have actually have engaged and taken out the suicide bomber in Afghanistan at the Abbey Gate, but had no rules of, no escalation of force and no rules of engagement to be able to do so. The idea of being deployed and going downrange without a clear escalation of force and rules of engagement, even after receiving a bolo and identifying the target, is a failure in leadership. In my opinion, this is willful. And that is why, Secretary Austin, that not only do I believe that you should have resigned as a result of this continuation and this path, but I myself perceive this as their election of duty. And I take that very seriously, especially for our armed service members and those who are looking for accountability as a result of this Bosch withdrawal. Based on my perception and having conducted these operations and seeing how political optics was placed above the true military strategy where we should have held Bagram Air Base, held the detention center, had it conducted withdrawal as the way it was supposed to not shut down and entrap Americans by taking over HKI, the commercial airspace, and abandoning 
thousands of Americans, not to mention our SIV and the friends of those who have fought beside us proudly and honorably, who are being methodically and systematically murdered now, who trusted the American people for 20 plus years, and the increase in suicide rates of American soldiers who spiked over 25 after this failed withdrawal as a result of them feeling as if they had failed. That is why Secretary Austin, and based on further hearings and investigations, I've already drafted my articles of impeachment for the dereliction of duty. I do feel there needs to be accountability at the top and at the highest levels. And I hope that we can get true accountability with future hearings and investigations and your testimonies that would actually either substantiate or discredit my beliefs. With that, I yield back. Gentlemen's time's expired. Gentlemen from Texas, Mr. VC is recognized for five minutes. That is a, uh, actually, that's kind of the FAFO put together. It was the fuck around. <laughs> and uh, now you get to find out. out that I'm just about to impeach your fucking ass. Oh, yeah. He's already drafted articles of impeachment. Uh, yeah. Nah, just bomb it. It's already over outdated. That's all old shit. We don't need it. We get rid of it. Move on. We got better shit coming out. Anyway. All they've right. already destroyed it. Yeah, they probably they probably already fucked all that shit up. Yeah. Oh, look, look, the Russians left a ton of shit behind too. You get everybody forgets that the Russians left. You, you know what we rolled in on in one of my one of the nights, one of the first nights I was in Afghanistan. We were coming up over this hill, and I remember looking at it going, There's no fucking way. It was an old BMP from way, way back in the day. And I was like, that's a fucking BMP. And they were like, is anybody in it? And I was like, I don't know. Flipped on the thermal. I was like, nope, nobody's in it. We went rolling up to it. We got up there. This thing was all rusted out. It was fucking ridiculous. It was an old BMP. But holy shit. Holy shit. I'm telling you. Wow. Couldn't believe it. Couldn't believe it. Fucking. It was like probably top of the line. Oh, yes. He does get a thunder kicks. I think so. Yeah, that's a good point. You guys are right. My bad. Thunder. 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 Thunder kicks. Get the fuck out of here. (laughs) But. All right. Let's move on to transurrection. Transurrection? Transurrection. Transurrection. Or did you download some clips of the Tennessee? Uh, Well, that's not this, but I did. But um, but let's start with this. This is this is more of the um, overall mentality. Excuse me, sir. There's a young man in here. Excuse me, it's ma'am. It is ma'am. You need to settle down and mind your business, okay? Ma'am, once again, ma'am. I said both of you. No, you said sir. Once again, it's ma'am. I actually said both of you guys. Right beforehand, you fucking said sir. Sir. Motherfucker, take it outside. If you want to call me sir again, I will show you a fucking sir. I apologize. Motherfucker. I apologize now. I need your corporate number. Because I'm going to talk, call them and talk about how it's misgendered several times in this store. I need your corporate number now. Get it for me now. I'm going to ask you to calm down and stop cussing. Give me stop your corporate number. Well, I'm going to ask you for the fifth time to stop calling me a man because quite clearly I am not. And I apologize. I'm sorry for that, ma'am. I will get you that number. Is that okay? 
Yes, I'm get it for me now. I'm asking you to stop Get it cussing. for me now. I'm, I'm not cussing. I'm not cussing. Okay. Okay. Give me the damn numbers now. Please. Ooh! Ooh! Okay, sir. Do you think that <laughs> you think that dude wouldn't shoot up a, <coughs> a store if he had a gun right now? Because <coughs> I'm, I'm sorry, that's a dude. All right, sir. There's, there's no doubt that's a dude. Um, okay, that is that's. <coughs> Please stay off the roids. <coughs> Seriously, for the you love cannot, of God, there's not enough estrogen in the world to make you not a dude. <coughs> oh my God, you're a dude. Wow, dude. <laughs> Be like, dude, chill, bra, 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 chill. Why and, is it making um, people mad? I think, uh, you know, they come back to me and say, Burchett, you know, here's here, look what your prayers have done for us. And and the people doing the praying aren't the ones doing the shooting, ma'am. And it's it's just a very unfortunate situation. And and um, I don't there's no easy answers. Um I don't know. I, I you know, I, repenting of your sins and um, and and having some sort of um, reform in this country seems to me to be the way we're going to have to turn this thing around because we have some very sick, evil people doing some very vile things, and um, and revival seems to be the the way to go for me. But I realize their um, their hatred towards me and my beliefs, and that's and that's fine. Hey. Good on you, sir. People doing the praying aren't the ones yep. doing the shooting. Damn straight. That is absolutely true. Doc Sherwood said the same thing. Essentially. You said the same thing. People need to find God. But that's like the honest to God truth. That's like, hey, the people that are people doing this shit are they're unhappy in some aspect of their life. They're unhappy in if you don't love yourself, how can you expect anyone else to love you? No shit. No shit. Here's some leftism They obviously for you. didn't release a motive as to why she shot up the school, but I have a pretty good guess. What have Christians been doing lately? They've been banning books about LGBT. They've been discriminating against the LGBT. They are banning drag shows. So people are screaming, oh, my God, it's a hate crime against Christians. But how about they are the ones that were bullying her first? Today, in my criminal justice courses, we discussed the Nashville shooting. And thankfully, my students raised awareness around the fact that a lot of the media is misgendering the shooter. Which, why do we care? They unalived, like, six people, including children. We do not condone that awful behavior. So screw them and everything they're associated with, right? Wrong, because in my area of study, of work, we look at the why. The why, in my opinion, is just as significant, if not more so, than the what. And I can't help but think, this trans man targeted a Christian school that he attended, that he may have had very negative experiences at, how much the anti-LGBTQ legislation impacted his mental health to push him to this point just from a, a sociological perspective, um, looking at it on its face, somebody who lives in Nashville, who is just top of the news for all these discriminatory bills, um, who identifies as male and uh, I assume to be transgender, 
um, who has already now, as an adult, probably experiencing a lot of um, discrimination and hate because of these bills, um, but also has probably experienced this all of their life. Um, people don't just go up and, 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 and shoot up a Christian school being the demographic that they are in the political climate that we're in just because they felt like it, like all of the other you know, mass shootings when all of these dudes like just did it for fun or, you know, they're anti-Semitic or nobody would fuck them, you know, like those reasons. It seems like he was an old student from that Christian academy. Also in Tennessee, where they recently banned drag shows in a law that is so vague, my wife, who wears men's clothes but identifies as a woman, could get arrested walking down the streets of Tennessee. So while I do not think what the shooter did was justified in any way, shape, or form, and they absolutely need help, could it be potentially that this person is transgender, was transgender, and with all of the laws being placed, he was afraid that he was going to be ridiculed and put into a box, kind of like the school maybe did when he was younger and didn't want to be called what he was being called? It's in a box now. And it did learn its lesson, 5.56 millimeter. Because it unalived six people? Three of them, nine years old. Unalive. I'm sorry, since when is that a word? Unalive? Are you fucking kidding me? He mur she make asylums great again. She murdered. Make asylums great again. People. Holy shit, that's a thunder kicks. Yes. That is a thunder kicks. Make asylums, make great, asylums again. great again. Mighty Patriot coming through with the win. Thunder. 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 Thunder kicks. Get the fuck oh. out of here. Oh. <laughs> All right. Um, I, I know it's almost it's that time. Make asylums great again. That was epic. Uh, this is only minute twenty-two. All right. Actually, no. Do the next one because it's the actual the actual Tennessee. What happened in Tennessee today? All right. There you go. Okay. We'll do that one. So here's your transurrection. <laughs> they literally took over the Tennessee State House. Yeah. Totally so, looks like an insurrection to me. I'm sorry. No, they were all the way on the state floor. They made it all the way all to the state floor. All the way floor. in, absolutely. Yep. They were sorry. all the way in there. Yeah. No insurrection. While while they all need to be their charged senators and their, their Congress people were still sitting on the state floor. They need to get sent to a gulag for two years and then charged yeah. as domestic terrorists. Yep. Yep. Most yep. definitely. Most definitely. Yeah. That's what happens to everybody. Right? Fuck around and find out. That's what I'm saying. All right. Uh, one more, real quick. Yeah. Control. You know, we, we always love to say, oh, we've got this problem in America, American culture, Americans this, 
America. Why don't we just call it what it is? It's the radical fringe. Mm -hmm. It's the 10 percent. It's this. We'd have universal background check if 90 percent of Americans had their way. There would be right. a ban on military style weapons if two thirds of Americans had their way, according to a lot of polls through the years. Yeah. It's it's the radical fringe. And I just, you know, I, you look at voting rights, you mm. look at guns, abortion. you look at abortion, you look at all of these things. And I must say, I've always been a strong believer in uh, the filibuster. I've always loved the idea that the House is hot, the Senate cools things down. No more. It doesn't work. When when six percent of Americans can allow the continued proliferation of guns without background checks and the killing of children, it's time to get rid of the filibuster. When when voting rights can be threatened and and again, majorities, overwhelming majorities want voting rights protected. But the radical minority can hide behind the filibuster and do it. Enough is enough. So, it's you know, I love morons like this. He he is he claims to be the republican on this show and he is so, so not, not he is such a liberal first of all motherfucker dude seriously get fucking real would you please all right we have universal background checks what are you talking about you fucking retard yep we already have them you can't buy a gun in this country and not have a background check done Unless the FBI doesn't respond within 72 hours. So tell me something. What would have stopped this shooter? All of her guns were bought legally, folks. Mm -hmm. All five of them that she hid from her mother in her parents' house when she was 28 years old. Again, guns don't kill people. People, people kill, kill people. Because apparently liberals have forgot this. Okay. We have got to go. Josh is coming up next on the Red Pill Project. Check so, him out. Stay tuned. Check it out. Got it. Uh, you can check us out tomorrow night, 545 yep. for Liana's Lounge. You can check out Miss Liana tomorrow morning, the Liana mm -hmm. Wilbert Show on pill.net. And she'll be on at about 9.05 yep. to fuck around and find out. I was a, you got it. I was hoping for a little bit more fire, ma'am. I thought you'd be all sorts of brimstone and fucking ashes this morning. I thought for sure. I'm sure she'll go off tomorrow since Trump got indicted tonight. No, no. I just thought she Which would have brought some all, more of the fire of what all, I brought last night. Honestly, and you'll see on Sunday why I'm I'm I don't give a fuck. I'm completely unconcerned about the indictment whatsoever. You'll, I'm you'll really understand not on concerning Sunday. about it either, but you'll understand. So um Either way, you can check her out tomorrow morning at 9.05 over on pill.net. Yep. It's the Liana Wilbert Show, the TNA Variety Show. Mm -hmm. TNA, not for tits and ass. No, it for is Trump, Trump and, and his, his army. army. Which may be coming true sooner rather than later. Yes. So, well, I hope on Trump, that, I know. I personally, I... Personally, but his I, indictment may spark it off. I don't know if I'd follow him into a wet paper bag. but No, but his indictment may spark it off. If he hires the right people, we can do some fucking shit. Anyway, we'll be back tomorrow, 545 for Liana's Lounge, 6 yep. p.m. for the show. It will be a long show. As it is Friday. As it is Friday. Even and, though I got to uh, work on Saturday, I suffer for you all. Just letting you know. Okay. Um, We can start earlier. Could we? I mean, you're off on Friday. 
We could start about. I, I don't kid, know what time is good for you. The all? kid, the kid is a half day tomorrow, so we could actually, we really could start earlier because I'll be home. So I mean, we could start at like four forty-five, but the show kicking off at five. I will probably still go until nine thirty, but or nine fifteen, but we can start an hour earlier tomorrow. We we might just do that. Yeah, we okay. might we might kick it off an hour earlier tomorrow, just okay. to. Because we got a lot of we shit. Have so to much shit to cover. We, that we, we, got, we, in. we got videos that we haven't even gotten into. We got stuff I yeah. want to talk about that I haven't even gotten into yet because you would understand a little bit more of my rage from last night. But my rage from last night really comes from a lot of people who have been reaching out that said a lot of Yeah. So told me some really right. sobering so shit. 445 tomorrow. Yes, for Liana's Lounge. For Liana's Lounge. 5 p.m. for the start of the show. I will make sure to make a note to tell Vince. And um yeah. Do me a favor and drop pilled before we go to the outro so that Vince can set up the show. Or red pill, not pilled. Yeah, I got you. You know, that's right. I, I, yeah, yeah, I, I know. It always I, says I that. Okay. So, right. so red pilled. pill project. We will see you tomorrow. Yep. And for the rest of y'all. We will check you out tomorrow night. Mm -hmm. And um, like, share, subscribe as okay. usual. For the mix. Never envy Lynn. We will uh, talk to y'all later. Have Thanks. a great night. Thanks for watching y'all. And, uh, We'll see you tomorrow. Adios.
we done talking. Fuck around and find out. Love my country, love my 